All right, all right. The hottest radio network on the planet. High frequency radio network. Sync up. Peace to the gods. Peace to the gods. All right. I'm doing a live stream and I'm kind of mixing it up. I hope y'all can hear. Because I got a call in line today. Call in number 424 222 
it's a problem because 90% of, of you out there do not know the difference between public and private. And I've even had some people think that it doesn't matter. That I just had somebody tell me that, you know, uh, this is under the, um, under the church, uh, the canon law, and so forth and things like that. I'm like, in the United States of America, it was set up different. We have separation of church and state. Okay, in the public, your religion is of no matter. You have a right to worship how you want to, but that is in the private. That's why they should worship out of public schools, because it does not belong in public schools. In the public, there's an even platform. You have to respect everybody's religion, but your religion is a private matter. It is not for public consumption, what your religious beliefs are. Okay? So you have to understand that. It's public and private. All right. Now, there are people out there who are trying to eliminate privacy totally. They want to eliminate private ownership of property. They want to eliminate private uh, rights. They don't want you to have private communications over your cell phone. They want the total elimination of privacy. Um, obviously, you know, we're talking about a new world order. It's a, where it's a surveillance state where each and everything, they got a lot of shows coming out on television. They're letting you know what's coming. Uh, everybody's going to be plugged into a central computer. Your thoughts are not even going to be secret. Everything that is going to be about you, there's going to be no privacy in the future. So this battle is a public and private tool that the public is using in this war is to get you to depend on government. Because in this country, this is a Republican form of government, okay, which is freedom, all right? We are free, okay? But if you take government benefits or privileges, okay, the position inverts. The government now becomes the sovereign, and you are the subject, okay? As within a Republican form of government, Okay, privacy and things like that, you come first and they come second. All right, so that's why I am not a Democrat. I'm not a Democrat. I'm really not either one of them. I'm not even in, in politics like that, first of all. But I see what this leftist liberal agenda, how they are using that as a platform because it is in, it's, it's pervading everything in society. It's in the movies. I'm looking at music videos right now. They're going back and redoing music videos from the 80s and inverting the positions and putting the women in the man position and putting the man in the woman position. These feminists, they're out of control. They're out of control. They got to be reeled in. All the shows, you know, like Star Wars, you know, they disrespected Luke Skywalker. Y'all get on YouTube and see that. I, I they just did him. They made him seem like a drunk and, 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 and just incapable of doing anything. And then a strong woman comes in. The rise of the Skywalker was Luke Skywalker. You know, next thing you know, it's going to be a female Spider-Man, female Superman, okay? They changed Captain, Captain Marvel to a female. They changed the Terminator to a female. They changed Mad Max to a female. All your movies that were like masculine men movies now are being changed into female and female roles. Pay attention to what they're doing, okay? It is an agenda, and an agenda... The back of that agenda is to weaken the man because women can't defend shit. These feminists can't defend shit. They can't defend a motherfucking thing. All right? The, the, the defense, we are the providers and the protectors. Okay? So you got to eliminate. I was listening to Rabbi Finkelstein, and he said that. He said you got to get the woman first because she's the weakest thing. Get her mind and everything. 
So they got their mind and everything. They got this agenda going on that is weakening the family. Okay. Uh, gay, you want to be gay, that's your business, but you can't force that on everybody else. They want to talk about that, toxic masculinity. I'm here today to talk about toxic femininity that is destroying our men. It's destroying men. Okay. You got this gay movement, this LBGT or whatever it is, and then you got, and, and let me tell you who's behind it. I'm just going to say it. They probably going to take this video down. Because I tried to put up the video with Benjamin Freeman, who gave you the whole history of what was happening. And, of course, they took that video down, and then they started accusing me of hate speech. Let me say this first of all. Okay. As a black man, I know the Moors are just going to cringe with chagrin because I said black. As a Moors American, black man, whatever you want to call me, Okay, I'm not in a position to be racist against anybody. Okay, I'm trying to help my people raise up, raise back up. All right, I don't have a problem with nobody. You know, we, we just like that. People like that. We ain't, we open arms and we love everybody. You know, we love everybody. So it's not about that. I want to make that clear, perfectly clear. However, there is someone that has an agenda. And that agenda is a new world order. The end, the end agenda is a new world order. And to get there, there's going to be certain variables that have to be taken care of. One of them is the men, okay, the people who are not going to be with it. Right, you got to take them out of the game. All right? That's first of all. All right? That's number one. Now, I, I see somebody put up Farrakhan. Yeah, I see Farrakhan knows about it. But, hey, even David Duke, the KKK, y'all keep talking about the Grand Wizard guy from 30 years ago. Go listen to him. He's talking the same thing. You know, they keep they keep using his past and calling him a racist, and it closes your mind, and you're not listening to the message. Same thing with Donald Trump. You know, when you try to talk to these liberals or try to talk to the left, they instantly they want to start talking about racism. He's a member of the KKK, you know, all of this and everything, but you won't get any kind of rational conversation about politics and policies and things of that nature. You're just not going to get that. It's going to be an emotional thing coming from women, you know, coming from women or men who are kind of like let their feminine side rule them and so forth instead of looking at the issues and seeing what is really going on. Okay, so I'm saying it's Zionist. I'm saying it. Okay, let me give you some background information. This is just for y'all to go and do your own research. I want you to Google everything that I'm saying, all right? A lot of this stuff with Trump started really blowing up when it started with the Supreme Court nomination, all right? Because they're trying to get it in control, the Jews, I'm going to say it like this, of the Supreme Court, all right? Because that's one of their biggest things. They're, one of their biggest things is being control of the judiciary, something that Adolf Hitler was pissed off about in Germany, okay? When you do your research, go watch the, uh, the show. Listen to Benjamin Friedman, who is a Jew. This is a Jew. Who's saying this? Okay, and also Rabbi Finkelstein, also Hitler, the greatest story never told. All of which are trying to remove from the internet because they don't want any type of objectivity or you hear to the other side of any story. There's only one story, one narrative, and they were oppressed. Six million of them were killed, and Hitler, for no reason, just got up and started slaughtering Jews. But no one wants to talk about, you know, um, um, um. Uh, was it ritual sacrifice? Got to go check out an old Oprah Winfrey show. They're talking about that. 
and things like that. They won't talk about any of those any of those things. I did a lot of research, and I'm gonna tell you first. So I get into it how I came into doing the research. I came in doing the research, not even paying attention to none of that. It was paid by public and private. So when you start going back to 1933, okay, obviously everybody knows this, who's in this movement, that if you take benefits and privileges from the government, okay, you cannot be sovereign. You can't be private. That's why I like when a woman is out there and you're taking welfare, they can come and tell your ass you can't have no men in the house, all right, because you're taking benefits and privileges from the government. You're not free. You are government property, okay, and they can dictate you to turn. I, so you got to understand that. I didn't understand it, but in studying law, there's something out there called the Ashwander Rules, okay? You will begin to understand this principle of what they're talking about. So in studying that, I began to understand that welfare is our enemy. It is the fucking enemy. So the next day, I will say, who is pushing welfare? Well, welfare is the form of Socialism, okay, communism, Marxism. I didn't even understand what that stuff was. You know, I didn't know what the Bolshevik Revolution was or anything like that. I really didn't understand any of those things. You know, what really happened in Russia? Why the Russians have a problem? They talk about Trump and, you know, uh, the leader of Russia being friends. And then you begin, when you get a, um, a, a, a history lesson, a proper history lesson, and to see what's going on. Okay, mm-hmm. there's a line in the sand, and, and that line in the sand uh, begins and ends with the control of our monetary system, which is the Federal Reserve, which has 12 districts, which is a territory, which is uh, which they have plenary power in their territory, which is what you see the member banks and all that. So, like Rothschild said, I don't care who makes the law, give me control of a person's money. I don't care who makes the law. Okay. That is what you're looking at in the United States of America today. All right? It doesn't matter who makes the laws or anything like that. It doesn't matter. Once again, call the number is 424-222-5250. I'm going to open up the phone lines. I just got through my little syllabus, my little introduction and, and everything. And I'm going to let y'all come in because I want Because if people say, oh, you know, I'm just chicks down looking for a daddy. I'm like, I almost called you the B word and everything. Don't disrespect me like that. You gotta figure out who I am first. We start running your mouth to me. I, I do research. I'm not emotional. I don't just come off the top of my head and just say something. I do investigation. That's what I built myself on. Reading and finding out, doing research, going back. I mean, Rabbi Finkelstein said there's a book. Okay, on the, uh, that somebody wrote in the 1930s, none of y'all pay attention to it. The name of the book is My Relevant Defense. That's the name of the book, My Relevant Defense. Henry Ford wrote a book, The International Jew. Okay, these are books I've checked out. I've checked out a lot of them. It's not here to discredit the Jews, but we really talk about a Zionist agenda, Rothschild, and everything like that. Okay, but I started investigating, so I started noticing something. I'm like, man, you know, every time. The Jews are in control of a lot of stuff. You know, 70% of the billionaires are Jews. Uh, and then a lot of your actors, 90% of your actors on television are Jews. Where people get confused is that they, they consider Jewish people white people. I was doing the same thing. I said these white people, but they're not really white. White people and Jewish people don't consider themselves the same. As a matter of fact, the whites and Jews are mortal enemies. 
they won't let me. Okay. I so I'm like, okay, you know, I didn't really, you know, understand, you know, a lot of these things that were that were going on. So I started kind of doing my, my research, you know. So then I started kind of digging a little bit more. Okay, I started digging. The first thing I did was I checked out with Franklin Delano Roosevelt because I'm like, hmm, this this damn social security is kind of like a socialist, communist, Marxist type system and everything. I wonder if the Jews were behind that. So of course I went down to FDR and started checking. I noticed he had 72 cabinet members who were Jewish in his cabinet. Same thing with Barack Obama and so forth. And Barack Obama, when he nominated a Supreme Court justice, he nominated Merrick Garland. Merrick Garland is a Jew. The white people came out in force and blocked it. See, I can speak like this. They ain't going to say that, or they're going to say liberal. You know, everybody's afraid to just say what it really is. They're going to use right, left, liberal, conservative. They're going to use those types of terms because they're politically correct terms. They're politically correct terms. But if we're going to start being able to see this with a clear eye, we just got to say what it is. We got to start speaking literally what's really going on. Right, 90% of Jews are Democrats, right? the Democratic Party and so forth. We have three Jews who are on the Supreme Court, all of which are Democrats. Right? Now, you go and check that out for yourself. Let's put in Jewish Supreme Court justices in Google, and it'll pop up, and you'll see we got three. Merrick Garland would have made the fourth. They blocked it. Trump came in and nominated Kavanaugh. Okay, Kavanaugh. Then they start throwing the accusations of rape. You know, that's what they do with any man. They say, you rape somebody, you know, the feminists come out, and they start talking about you rape somebody. That's their favorite thing to use, you know, that you abuse women in some kind of way or something like that. You rape, start going into this, hit, start talking about all of them. You know all of them up there probably doing something. Everybody got some skeletons in their closet. Every damn body. All y'all listening to this show got damn skeletons in your closet. Some of y'all out there child molesters and all kinds of shit. Listening to this show right now, but you want those stones and everything. Matthew seven one, let you know. Judge not, lest ye be judged, because the judgment that you meet out, it will be meted out to you. It's called karma. It's called karma. A an immutable law that will happen. It's not if it's going to happen; it will happen. I right, so. All right, so now Diane Feinstein, a Jew, okay, right the day of his confirmation, she bring all these allegations out. And now firestorms start. And that spilled over to other things, you know what I'm saying? It was just one thing after another. Oh, he's racist. Oh, Trump is racist. All the CNN network news media, they're Jews. The, the uh, reporter that got into an argument with Trump, I wouldn't check, he's a Jew. I started looking like, wow, you know, all these people with the CDC. The coronavirus and everything, all these viruses and everything, these are Jews and everything. Planned Parenthood. Okay, old girl, put that out. She's a Jew. Um, Albert, Albert Einstein is a Jew. Uh, the person who say, oh, we all came from apes and everything, he's a Jew. Okay, I'm looking around and like, a whole philosophy of how we think everything about what we believe in is being controlled by Jewish people. <laughs> it's being controlled by Jewish people. The pornography. Why don't y'all women out there, y'all feminists and everything, you black feminists, why don't you go to um, ghettogaggers.com and why ain't y'all boycotting that and getting that taken off the internet? I'm going to put it on right there, ghettogaggers.com. Well, all you men over there, I want y'all to go over there right now and look what they, look what these people are doing, these black women. And you'll hear not one piece from none of them 
None of you feminists are, you know why? Because the people who control the that, they better keep their fucking mouth shut and don't say a damn thing. Go over there right now and look at it. I want all you feminists. I'm talking to you. All right? And put it up there right now. Let me see what you got to say about that. These are the things. And who controls the pornography? The Jewish people. Go look at the people that's involved in it. Okay? People won't say it. They won't say it. So I'm going to be looking like I'm a racist to everything, but this is something that you can just get on Google and check for yourself. It's not no secret. It's not no conspiracy. It was very it's very easy to see. And, you know, people are afraid to see it because YouTube is owned by two Jewish guys. I Google is owned by two Jewish guys. YouTube is owned by two Jewish guys. So ain't letting nothing on YouTube. You got to go to Pirate Bay or something like that if you want to find any of the videos that are dealing with these subjects I'm talking about. You got to go to the dark web or something. Get you a Tor browser and go to Power Bay. Power Bay ain't went nowhere. It's still there. You just got to use the Tor browser or a virtual private network to get with it now because they're about blocking the IP address from Google. As a matter of fact, you only see on Google 5% of what's on the Internet or 15% or something like that. This 85% of the Internet, you don't even see using Google. Hope y'all know that. Hope y'all know that. All right, so I'm going to stop. I'm going to pause right there. I'm going to let, you know, everybody who got a problem with what I'm saying, I'm going to open up the phone line and let you call in and talk to me. Because I might have forgot something and somebody will ask me a question, you know, because you want my position on this. My position on this is I am about privacy and sovereignty and freedom for individuals to be left alone and do what the hell I want to do. I don't need the government to help me with shit. I believe in the law of attraction. I believe that we are gods. We have power inside of us. I believe that anything that you want, you can ask for it. I don't have a victim mentality. I don't think anybody owes me a goddamn thing. I don't think that I owe 40 acres and a mule. I don't have none of that shit in my mind, okay? In my mind, I visualize my own success, okay? And I'm going to make it off the sweat of my own brow and my own labor and so forth. That is what I put my faith in and believe in. I put my faith in my belief in myself. And some of you may not have that. Some of you think somebody owes you something. A lot of y'all want shit for free because y'all complain about paying for shit. When nothing in the universe is free, there's nothing wrong with me. There's something wrong with you. You are an anomaly. You are an anathema when it comes to the universe and everything. You're a pariah or something like that because that is not how the universe works. Everything is about exchange, flow, inflow, and outflow. You have to give to receive. And that's not necessarily talking about money, but it's definitely talking about energy. Money is just a symbol of energy. That's all it is. So, without further ado, I know y'all want to get in on this, so I'm going to go to the phone lines now. I ain't did it like this. This is my quick stuff. I'm traveling right now, so I didn't get a, really a chance to really uh, uh, kind of traveling, so I didn't get a chance to really you know, set up the way I want to set up. So, let me... Um, Let's see. Let me pull up all the stuff real quick. Where's my, where's my damn my list? Hold on, y'all. I'm looking for my my area code list. I'm looking for my area code list. Thank you. 
None of them. The stuff they're telling you to do, they don't do. They ain't, doing, they ain't eating at your grocery store. They ain't putting their children in your schools. Hell, in Brooklyn, they don't even have television sets. They ain't letting no pornography in their neighborhood. They ain't letting no homosexuality. None of that kind of stuff. But for some reason, it's okay for us. And this is where I get back to this voice thing. Okay, when you're talking about statutory laws, which is not really laws or anything, these are the statutes they make it for the slaves. It's for the slaves and everything. The boys, though, the people who are not sovereign, the people who don't respect God, the godless, because that's basically what it is, the heathen, the godless individual. So, yeah, they say, yeah, y'all can go ahead and do all this stuff. That's what kind of people. And then they reinforce it by putting shows like Judge Judy, Jewish, uh, uh, Morris Povich, Jewish. Uh, uh, what's, what's the guy they be on there fighting and everything? Um, uh, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer, Jewish, okay? So everybody started, you know, you started looking like, damn, you know, they, they put us on TV. They make us look stupid. You know, I'm watching this show, this dating show now, where you can't see the person, all right? But then it got to the black couple, you know, he's gay. He calling the woman a bitch. They going off and everything, just making us just look like some nigga shit. You know, with everybody else, all the other races and everything, they was romantic, and what the men were men. And they knew how to handle themselves and everything. They came to us. We look like a damn fool. These shows that they're putting out on television. And I started looking at all of this. And that is what I came on to talk about today. It's more than just the the, uh, the Democratic Party. It, that whole philosophy is, is being pervaded through the entire fabric of our whole social, of, of everything. That we're on the cusp, in my opinion, of some great social upheaval. And Right now, they're molding the minds of our young people. They, they've dumbed them down. Okay, you can read uh, an old girl, the dumbing down of the United States. You know, girl, she worked for the uh, educational. Um, she was like, worked with the Secretary of Education or something like that. And they're dumbing right. down our children, and they can't have powerfully read or anything like this. So ain't no way in hell. That's what you're seeing also with the liberals and everything. Their whole argument, ain't none of it based on research. It's based off an emotional response, a bang, a bandwagon response that, hey, we all black people, we supposed to jump on board because we all saying that Trump is uh, a racist, and if you're not with that, yeah, if you're not with that, then you're not with us and everything. And most time, it's some feminist or some gay or somebody like that trying to force that on you or try to guilt shame you into that. Like, I'm not rolling yeah, with man. that shit just because you said it. I do my own yeah, man, research. I, I think for myself. You know, I'll tell you, bro. Go I got, a, I got, a, I got a young daughter. My daughter's seven years old. My daughter know how to get on the phone. She know how to work all of that, but she don't know how to spell. I'm like bullshit. So when my daughter come home, I remember we talked about this before. I do the fucking flashcards. I make yeah. her memorize what the word mean on the back of it. And she's like, Daddy, can I, can I do this? Can I get a snack? Okay, you want, you want a snack? Tell me what a habitat is. What's, what 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 is the uh, elephant's habitat? What is a, a octopus habitat? And tell me what it means. Like no, but everything's so easy because she got she don't even got to, to type a damn text messages. She just get on her phone and say, uh, "Daddy, can I have a snack?" You know what I'm saying? Like they they making it right. so easy to be dumb. It's hard not to be. Oh, and, I, and you know, I got, you know, I'm reading the comments right here coming on YouTube. It says, 
you know, that the Democrats are, you know, conditioning us with government handouts and depend on racism. That's a mantra. All the, and so this Candace Owens uh, uh, lady who I love, I love Candace Owens. Oh, yeah, come on, I love Candace Owens. And she's brave. You know, she's a sister that is educated. She understands what is going on. But she can attack but all But doing it for the money, though. No, man. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. She, but does that have anything to do with if she's telling the truth or not? No, that's that's irrelevant. But, but you know, she, she ain't doing it for the love of the culture. She ain't doing it for us. She's doing it for herself. And and she ain't really telling the truth either. But she, Why she, she not she's she's delivering. I've heard now one thing that she has said that's not true. She said so that they, they, said she said she never experienced racism. But she sued somebody when she was in like high school for oh, racism I didn't hear her say and that. won the case. Yeah, I heard yeah, I didn't hear her say that. She was on yeah. stage talking about uh, talking something similar to. You can tell that she's not kind of like from a black community like I was raised in. Like, I'm from Oak Cliff in Dallas, Texas. And I've been around yeah, my people from all my life. Yeah, I've been around my people all my life. You know, I went to all black elementary school, all black middle school, all black high school. And then I moved from uh, from uh, uh, from Oak Cliff to Atlanta, 70% black. I've been around my people most of the time. You know what I'm saying? Right. So some people right. kind of look at their swag and see kind of how they was raised and everything. But I think she got good intentions because I listened to her when she went before the Senate and everything. They were trying to associate her with, um, oh, you promoting uh, Adolf Hitler and all that. You can't even talk about. And then the dude came on and and, and, and reprimanded her, saying you shouldn't even bring that up. You know, it's like, wait a minute, she's just bringing out, you know, she's just talking about nationalism. And socialism right. and things of that nature. Okay, and she had right. her, her perspective was incorrect on Hitler too, in my opinion. Okay, but you can't talk about so that. Let's talk about said, Hitler. Let's talk about Hitler. Hitler, right, Hitler said black people was God's chosen people. And Jesse Owens said also. He said Hitler treated him great. He said he just experienced racism. He came back from the Olympics. Same thing Muhammad Ali said, and a couple other people yep. too. And that's what North Korea was saying. They said, y'all talking about North Korea. Look how y'all did blacks in the United States of America. Y'all want to talk about how we in China and and, and Korea. And they got a show. Man, I got this video. I can never put it up on YouTube. YouTube wouldn't let it up. But they going off on the United States. And and Germany said the same thing. They said, y'all want to talk about us. Look how y'all do black people in y'all country. That's 200 million people. Let me tell y'all something. 200 million black people died in the Middle Passage. That means over that 400 years, that black people just got thrown overboard into the ocean and got e- eaten by sharks and even make it over here. We're talking about 200 million, okay? So then we right. can get over here into the United States, okay? And then we can talk about the race and uh, 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 the, the emasculating of the male. We can talk about the Willie Lynch letter. We can get into a, all those conversations if you want. But don't try to shame me into saying I don't want my history or anything like that, or I'm being racist or something like that. If right. anything, black people have been the ones who have suffered greater than any other people on this planet. We have. Facts. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm just bringing up something because I think we're being used. I think we're being used. You know, they, they say, 
It's like somebody behind us is, hey, he's racing. He's racing. You know, you know, it's like that right there. I'm like, you know, it's like, like man, think, man. Don't think for yourself. Don't let somebody use you. That's my thing. Don't let somebody use you. This, these feminists engaged, they got, that, that is their agenda and everything. They you can't listen to them. Because somebody's promoting their uh, somebody's promoting their platform and everything. Hey, hey, you. 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 Hey, Right, but check check this check this out, Yusuf. I was looking on Facebook and uh, dude had a comment say, uh, you know, thank you, but I think I'm just old school. I prefer my women without dicks. <laughs> yeah, I'm old school too, you know. Hey, we're down, but hey, man, let me get off. I got get, I got the, the board is lit up. It's lit up. All right, today. peace to God, bro. Peace to God. It's lit, it's lit up. All right, man, we're going to keep it moving, all right? All right, I'm going to jump over to Pennsylvania next, 717, area code 9668. Yo, the line, what's on your mind? How's it going, Yusuf? This is a Um Hey, what's going on, man? About long time. I ain't talked to you in a while. Yeah, I know. The, uh, I had to get on the air today, though. It was a hot time. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, the subject you're talking about, a leopard doesn't change its spots. If you go back and you just look at all the historical references, I mean, go look when the conservatives wanted to abolish slavery and they come to a con- uh, a consensus to basically – a give and take, right? So they come up with this thing right. called the 14th Amendment. And right. I've got a law review journal and that really expresses it properly, okay? And it talks about during that Matthew Goodall, okay, who was a writer during that time. And I'm going to read to you what it says in this is a law review dealing with the best interest of the children okay okay now here we go it says no it says not Matthew it says William Goodall writing as an abolitionist saw the matter no different no differently with respect to the legal rights of slaves. A slave can't, cannot even contract matrimony. The association which takes place among slaves and is called marriage being properly designated by the word contraburnium, a relation which has no sanctity and to which no civil rights are attached. These laws do not recognize parental relation as belonging to slaves. A slave has no more legal authority over his child than a cow over the calf, okay? I want you to think about something. This was a law review written in 1988 quoting this guy. 
So what have they done? They've got us to agree by contract to be a 14th Amendment citizen because right. the Democrat Party wanted us to be slaves. So when you agree by contract to be said person, because I have another law review that says the original intent of the 14th Amendment is only applied to former slaves. It is. And it is. That's right. Now, I t what I explain to people is this. The Democrat Party did, has always pushed slavery. What was the KKK? It was the militant arm of the Democrat Party. Who started Planned Parenthood? The Democrats. Why? Yeah. So you look at every bit of this. And it's the Democrat Party pushing all this to, one, destroy the families. Now, let's go back to segregation. Was yeah. segregation a bad thing? No. The black communities were prospering. And what did the Democrat Party do? They made segregation a bad thing and said it was racist. And we have to stop it. And now look at the black communities. And before, and listen, I'm a white guy, and I am absolutely in support of proper segregation because I think you right. should support your communities. Yeah, you should. Here's the thing: I remember as a young young child how in my community, black people owned all the business. You go over into Compton, California, go to a soul food restaurant right now, it's owned by Chinese people. You go down to Louisiana, down, I, I went to Louisiana and New Orleans, try to get going to the hood and get me some, uh, you know, some good Cajun food is owned by Chinese people. I'm like, we're not owning any of the businesses in our communities or anything like that anymore. And, and since you want to talk about slavery, I want to, I want to bring this up. Okay, I want to talk about, first of all, the, the 13th Amendment. Now, the 13th Amendment allegedly eliminated slavery, but it didn't. I want all my listeners to understand it. The 13th Amendment did not get rid of slavery. And I'm going to read it to you. This is coming out of the Black's Law Dictionary, 8th edition. I'm going to read this to you. This is in a law dictionary right now, up to date. Okay, let me read this to you. And see if y'all understand what is being said. Uh, in this particular, uh, what's being said? Hold on, real quick. Yeah. When y'all hear what he's getting ready to read, you'll understand why we have the largest prison population in the world. Mm -hmm. Pull this up. I'm not pulling up. Is this okay? Because I'm studying right. I'm, you know, I'm doing my, um, I'm, you know, I'm looking up words because, like, when I first got into this, the first thing I started doing was studying um, definition of words, okay? Because I understood, first of all, it was a word game I was in. So I said, you know what, if I'm going to understand any of this, i got to study definition of words, you know? So I'm studying the words and everything, and I'm, I'm like, you know, so I'm starting with words like, you know, that all the words, all the words that I thought I knew the definition of, for instance, like, Trust, um, charge, tax. You know, I started off with those words right there because those are a lot of words people hear every day and they think they know the meaning of it, but they don't know the meaning of it. Exactly. I'm like, 
this is not what I thought this word meant. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at these words. I'm like, okay, okay. And that and, and that put me on alert where whenever I um whenever I um came across any word, I didn't assume that I knew the meaning of the word, I would look up the word. I would I would look it up first and everything. I said, okay, let me look this word up because I'm thinking right now in this situation I know what this word means, but I may not really know what it means. All right, let me, I'm having trouble. Hold on, let me see if I, okay, this is, let's see if this is it right here. All right, you got, okay, this is, okay, here it is. All right, just a second, y'all, here it comes. Um, Amendment. 
We can see very clearly right here. 13th Amendment. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude. Don't say nothing about voluntary. Voluntary servitude is permissible. Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except, we have an exception, as punishment for a crime, whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. All right, so, all right, so all we have to do now is make y'all into criminals, and we can keep going. And when you look at Unicor, which is in the Fed, okay, when you go, when you're brought in, you're instantly put in slavery, you're in there building furniture, you're in there building all kinds of things and everything, products and services, and putting it on the market for sale. Anybody get into the Fed know what I'm talking about. Okay, so it's slavery. Oh, yeah. So now all we have to do is to get you into slavery and everything is make spitting on the sidewalk a felony. And, and why do you think, that's why I tell people we've got the largest prison population in the world because it's the new slave plantation. I actually run into, I'm a truck driver, right? And I run into another truck driver uh, after I assisted a guy on his, uh, on his case. And I got to talking to him about what I did. And he said, I was once a district attorney. I said, oh, do tell. So he got into the legal profession correctly. He as in he wanted to do it for the right reasons. And he right. told me that once he became a district attorney and he saw that it was not about actual justice, he said, I quit and became a truck driver. He said, all the district attorney's role was is to make sure you go to jail. Because yeah. why? They make money they make off money of off backs. They make money off of it. And the thing was, um, it was like uh, one told me, he said, you know, when you came, when came, before I came an attorney, you know, when they're in college, they don't know any of it. Right? You know, but by the time that they have one, that's why they make you have to go four years because you can teach law in high school. They, they it should be a it should be a course in high school that is a law course for people to decide they want to become attorneys or lawyers. They can start doing it in high school. But you got to go from high school, four years of college, and then you get to enter into law school. Do three years of that, and then do some sort of you know you know apprenticeship, and then you can start your practice. Well. By the time you've done all of that, okay, then you find out the truth. He said, they don't find out the truth until about a couple of years into the practice and everything. He said, okay, you've been devoted all your time and your life to this, and you know, they can't do anything else. What I told me, he told me straight up, he said, man, I know what you're saying is true, but I got to make a living. I got to make a living. Yep. Now, you know what I'm saying? Now, I, disag- I disagree that the attorneys don't know, and here's why. Most of them, I'm not going to say every last one of them. Now, here, now, now I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Now, my dad does install work, so he meets a lot of people, okay? And the first instance I'm going to explain to you was he was ta- he talking to the lady at the contractor desk, and I'm not going to name the brand of the store. And he's now, I woke up about three years ago to all this because of Yusuf, and he is why I tell people that I endorse Yusuf because I've sent Yusuf a lot of stuff because I've tried to prove him, not necessarily prove him wrong, but to find out if he's right. 
okay? Right. So I started telling my father everything I was learning because he is a tax guru, I guess you would call it. He knows taxes up one side and down the other. So I started teaching him what I was learning. He was telling this lady about the birth certificate, the manufacturer's certificate of origin. She is a degreed paralegal that just hasn't got a job yet with a law firm because she doesn't care for the system, and so she's being very picky, right? And she told told my father, she said, I know all of this. And Dad said, wait a minute, how do you know? They taught us this in law school. And Dad was like, you're kidding. No, they didn't teach us this until the last quarter. But, yeah, they taught us this. And he said, do they teach it in every school? She said, I don't think they do in every school. Now, next instance, he he did some jobs at an attorney's house. He got to talking to the attorney. The attorney knew some of it, not a lot of it. He's run into a banker. The banker said, oh, yeah, he knew about the birth certificate because he was a retired banker. The system knows this stuff. Depending on how much you're willing to protect the information will really depend on how far you want to go in the legal profession. I can believe that. Because I'm telling you, you they all have the same remember. When you ask them questions, they say, I don't understand what you're talking about. Um, that's some goodly goop. Um, I don't understand. That makes no sense. That's nonsensical. Um, you can't do that. I mean, you know, and then you turn around and tell them, okay, well, you want them to sign an affidavit. Okay, I give them $100 if they want to sign an affidavit and swear to something. I got a couple of things. You know, they don't sign no affidavit whatsoever. They make statements all day. They ain't ready to swear to the penalty of perjury. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Oh, you're fine. Now, you remember me telling you when I tried the GSA bonds and they started acting really weird. The attorney that was supposedly representing me, got he removed himself from the case, and he quoted a New York rule of professional standards. Uh, I recommend reading it. It's uh, Rule 15. And in that rule, he used it as part of the reason to be removed and it talks about how he was in possession of uh, property and funds that were held by the client. Now, if you know what property is in law, that's rights and interest. That's and right. because I was interfering with his fiduciary responsibility, he wanted to be removed. And. When I questioned him after the case was over with and I recorded the call, he said his excuse for not talking to me was attorney-client privilege. And I said, wait a minute, wasn't you my attorney? And he didn't answer the question. The answer is no. He's representing the estate or the trust that was established. You're just the dummy in law. In other words, you are just there to fill a seat to play a part. And as you said, like I educated someone, yeah. they call public defenders. They they protect the public. They don't protect you. No. <laughs> the <public defender. laughs> they defend the public. They don't defend you. 
at all. And I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make – I normally don't do plugs, but I'm going to do one because the birth certificate, Yusuf, you know how we thought that a lot of people thought that was one of the foundational documents, and I agree with you on your synopsis on authentication and stuff like that. But what we all missed is a very important document. If you go to my YouTube channel, The Rights of the Few, and about two months ago I interviewed a lady by the name of Trey Ben. Look for part one. You don't have to watch it long. She goes okay. over a prenatal she goes over the prenatal contract, two paragraphs in it, out of Tennessee. And the contract that is signed before you're born, before it, because we don't read, our parents didn't right. read, it says in the contract that you are making an assignment. And what is an assignment? You're turning over rights and interests to the child. Now, since the hospital cannot technically own the child, what do they have to do? They have to certificate it. And then the government has to provide for all your necessaries or necessities, and that's where the bond is created. Because why? And they do. A lot that's of people, and a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people, they have the misconception thinking I can control it. It's a trust. You wasn't you wasn't the grantor. You can't control it. No, what, what you can't. Let me tell you what you can control though. You can control your trust certificate. You're a beneficiary. You have a beneficial interest. Mm-hmm. Okay, in trust that is law, correct. right? Beneficiaries cannot cannot control anything with the trust, but they can take their beneficial interest and place that in another trust and do things with that. Because that trust certificate, that is, is yes. Okay, and that is what I'm saying that the birth certificate is. I think it's a trust certificate. I'm sorry, that's why I don't I've already spoken to you. It's like a trust certificate. It is. Hey, after I learned. After I watched a lot of your videos on your trust class, I'm of the same conclusion. The long form birth certificate is a uh, a, T, a, a TCU, a trust certificate unit. Like a trust certificate. That's all it could be. Because right? you did your right. Yeah. You didn't create it. You can't control it. But the only thing you can control is your benefits. You have a right. See, the beneficiary, okay, has a right to a distribution from the trust. Okay, that's yes. what she is. Because that property is being held for your interest, for your benefit. Okay, now the the trustees, obviously, depending on the indenture agreement, they can make a distribution or never make a distribution until the termination of the trust. Okay, but at some point, okay, that property, that corpus, has to be turned over to the beneficiaries. And you, of course, we get a discussion about different types of trust. Trusts they make distributions quarterly, annually, things of that nature. Okay, but my point is you have an entitlement right, and we can get into article later the UCC and talk about entitlement, okay? That ain't nothing but talking about trust. They just took the word trustees and beneficiaries out and put entitlement holder and all of that in there. Just keeping different workers. That's, that's nothing but trust terminology as well. Okay, we're all dealing with trust and bond. Everything in this system is dealing with trust and bond because there is no money. All the property has been placed in trust. That bankruptcy is central point of everything that is going on in this country. The removal of gold and silver. You can't use gold and silver in a republic. 
Okay, so they had to give the Federal Reserve some districts. When you look up a district, a district is a territory. And a territory, and when you when you talk about territory, that's where plenary power comes from. You can look at American uh, American insurance versus cancer, where that judge gives you a very good um, treatise on understanding the difference between Article One courts and Article Three courts and territorial courts and uh, judicial courts and so forth. Okay, so we're talking about territorial. They call them territorial gangsters. Uh, you, you read this document called The Secrets of the Social Security Co- uh, uh, Number by, uh, what's his name, uh, Mann, Frederick Mann. Very good document. He called them TG, territorial gangsters. These are territorial gangsters. We are operating in territory. And the straw man, your social security number, is a part of that territorial property. Okay? That, tr- that birth certificate is a part of that territorial property. All you have to do is be of the mindset that we are all, all men are created equal, okay? But that doesn't mean that all men use their minds equally, okay? These people, exactly. they, I'm sitting here listening to um, Secrets of the Elite by Lindsey Williams, and he said, he said these people really think you are stupid. They think that they are superior to you, that you don't use your brain. When you read um, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, let me read this to y'all real quick. I think this is perfect. Y'all need, y'all need to understand what these people think about you and everything. It's what they think. 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 You know, let's get to it. Let me read. Let me read. Let me read what these people think. And right here it says energy. Okay, this is it. Energy. Energy. And this is the control of energy. They had to understand how to control social energy, economic energy, and so forth. And there's a mathematical formula for this. They say, so energy is recognized as the key to all activity on Earth. Natural science is the study of the sources and control of natural energy. And social science, theoretically expressed as economics, is the study of the sources and control of social energy. Both are bookkeeping systems, mathematics. Therefore, mathematics is the primary energy science. And the bookkeeper can be changed if the public can be kept ignorant of the methodology of the bookkeeping. All science is merely a means to an end. The means is knowing, the end is control. Beyond this remains only one issue. Who will be the beneficiary? In 1954, this was the issue of primary concern. Although the so-called moral issues were raised, in view of the law of natural selection, it was agreed that a nation or world of people who will not use their intelligence are no better than animals who do have intelligence. People are beasts of burden and stakes on the table by choice and consent. It's everything in the universe. One free thing you got in the universe is free will. Nobody can infringe on your free will. That is a natural law. You are always making a choice and you always have a choice. You always have a choice. Now, now let's go back to your original topic. The media was weaponized to do what? Control your social energy. Go study. Because why? Who? The Jews. Okay. I just got to put that out there. I got to put that out there. (laughs) I was going to get to that, too. Because I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I'm naming names, right? Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. I'll be honest, at one time I was a little bit resistant to this theory, right? Because I'm 
I'm of I was of the mindset that says, look, if you're pointing the finger at the Catholics or the Jesuits or the Jews, you're missing the top power structure, and they love that. But after doing research, hearing stuff like you, um, Tex Mars, he does a lot of great videos showing evidence on it. And I got to looking at it, and I said, wait a minute. You can't dispute it. Can't dispute Who it, controls? Yeah, who controls all levels of power? And what do they do? They control. It's the Hegelian dialectic. They create a problem, control your reaction through the media, and then offer you the solution they wanted. Let's pass the Treat Act because some bad brown people in caves did 9-11. Bullshit. <laughs> Hey, let me let me finish reading this right here too. It says, uh, "It says, okay, so you states on the table by choice and consent." But I want to read this next part. It says, "Consequently, in the interest of future world order, peace and tranquility, and that's for the elite now, world order, peace and tranquility, it was decided to privately wage a quiet war against the American public." with an ultimate objective of permanently shifting the natural and social energy, the wealth, of the undisciplined and irresponsible many into the hands of the self-disciplined and responsible few. In order to implement this objective, it was necessary to create, secure, and apply new weapons, which, as it turned out, were a class of weapons so subtle and sophisticated in their principle of operation and public appearance as to earn for themselves the name silent weapons. In conclusion, the objective of economic research as conducted by the magnets of capital, banking, and the industries of commodities, goods and services, is the establishment of an economy which is totally predictable and manipulatable. Now, let me talk about this. They got something called shock testing. And what shock testing is, is uh, because human beings are creatures of habit, okay, in order to predict how you will react in the future, they need to lock why they're taking so much information from you. Uh, you're, you know, like right now, you can get on Google right now, and you, we can be talking about something. Later on, they, they're showing you um, advertisements of shit you were just talking about in the car with somebody because your phone is monitoring and listening to you. But also, they can raise oil prices. And then they monitor how many people start buying cigarettes. Okay? It's a cause and effect. They do things in society and then monitor the effect it's going to have. And then they can make predictions. Okay? So it's shock test. You you have no idea how right you are. I did three interviews with Trey Ben, and that is she went to school for information technology. So... Mm -hmm. I've learned a lot more from her. Me and her communicate quite a lot. But I did three shows with her. And what she talks about is how they, ever since the prenatal contract, and they have to provide for your necessaries, because you know you got the necessary and proper clause of the Constitution. Okay, so they yep. have to provide for this. So what do they do? They're constantly creating new, um, what do they call it, new, not resources, new programs that they try, 
try to get you to be involved in, and they use it to gather information. It's like everybody thinks that the HIPAA laws protect your privacy. She shows how they don't. They actually restrict your ability to find out what's going on, but they provide your information through your child identifier number that was created at the prenatal contract to where they provide all the information to all these bureaucracies and these programs. And they create a program, gather data on the community. Look, she found out, case she's helping a lady on, that the name of the business side of the court was called Restorative Justice Incorporated. So I went to my Westlaw account and I looked up Restorative Justice. And Restorative Justice is all about whether, it's not whether you've committed a crime, it's all about whether you might commit a crime because they don't like your behavior. So what is everything revolving around? It's behavioral science. They're tracking us, and they're passing laws. Huh? Here in Georgia, they call it course of conduct, bent of mind. Yeah. They call it in Georgia, course of conduct, bent of mind. I mean, since we don't, since we as a people haven't controlled our mind, they will define who we are. They will define what behavior is unacceptable. Because you don't define yourself. Well, you know, in a way, they're kind of correct. You got to understand also that a lot of these guys are part of orders. They're part of Masonic orders, um, Illuminati, yeah, um, Rosicrucian, um, Brotherhood of Light, um, whatever. There's a lot of them out there. So almost all of them mm-hmm. are part of some order. And in these orders, obviously, you're being taught natural law and you're being taught the science of mind and things of that nature. That's why I put out a video called the Bad. Okay, the Gabay is put out by the Masonic Lodge in Chicago, Illinois. Okay? All right, I'm putting that out mm-hmm. to you because you, it's correct. This is in the Bible. When you read uh, Mark 11, 22 to 27, okay, it's telling you right there, it's a, a, that's the law of attraction. You know, if you tell this mountain to be cast into the ocean, but do not doubt it in your heart, but believe the things that you have said as if they have happened, nothing shall be impossible for you. Okay, these things right, are what is, is the foundation of everything. You've got to understand who you are. If you look at the speech by Teddy Roosevelt that he did in the 1900s, he said he, he called it sovereign. He said, but there's a responsibility that comes with that. Either you're going to control yourself from the inside or we're going to have to control you, you from the outside. So it all gets back into what I was saying, that people are look like they're like animals. Okay, when I was watching this video in in uh, Israel, and they were calling people over here animals. And now when you look up the word animal, animal means living creature. Okay, it comes with the word animate. Right? Doesn't mean necessarily you're a dog or a cat, but you got levels of development. You know, you got a beast, okay? You got like a beast man, and then you got a man, and then you got a human, and then you got a human being, okay? Right? And then you've got like a supreme being, and it goes all the way up to God. It's like seven levels. Right? And so this, but these are all levels based off of your ability to, to control yourself because it's the only thing you can control is your thinking and your mind. So we're talking about okay. undisciplined. Like I'm sitting here reading 
end, silent weapons require wars. What they call you? They call you undisciplined and irresponsible. Undisciplined and irresponsible. Men. For go, the hands go of look people. at Albert. You remember Alfred at Basque. I know you know who that is, right? What did I he do? He had. was charged. Yeah, he was charged under a drug conviction. And what did? how and did he, he beat the case? Yeah, you were an animal. He did a yeah, First Amendment be- violation and, I mean, a First Amendment complaint that he was not an animal, that he was a creation of the living God and declared himself to be that creation. And they dropped the charges because he defined who he was. When I told a judge, um, I told a federal judge, um, I went into court. I read off a list of stuff to her. I read, a, I had an affidavit of truth. And I said that, I said, I'm not an object. I'm not a thing. I'm not, um, I'm not a, some legal fiction entity. I'm just going through a whole list. I, 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 I rattled off about 15 things. There's only one thing that caught her attention. And it's when I said, I'm not a he. Yep. When yep. I said that to her, her whole demeanor changed. I said, I'm not no heathen. This is what it's about, that's, and that's, that's why you see me talking about the spiritual aspect of things, and I'm always including that, because a lot of people put their faith in men. They put their faith in paperwork. This ain't no paperwork fucking game. This is about you, okay? This is about your first contract you make, and the first contract you make is your covenant with the creator, because that's going to dictate your character. Yep. Now... I mean that's this is this is the things I've been learning and you've been teaching. It's it, we've really got to get back to the basics and start discovering who we are in yeah. this creation and start living that way because you said it. St- the study of law is a spiritual journey. It will it bring you back to the Creator. I mean the Bible says what that the law is a schoolmaster. I mean. The the more I study this, the more I realize over my life presumptions that were made that were wrong. And And you have to be willing to correct those presumptions. I I tell everybody to read. I'm going to do a video on it called um, Paper Arrows. And that's what he said at the beginning. He said, I've been doing this 20 years, and I found out what everything I was teaching was wrong. He said, the Constitution is not for us. It's the Constitution is for them. That's why I try to tell people public yep. and private. Constitution is public law. The Constitution is nothing but a trust indenture. You can tell they're operating off trust because they don't tell us anything. Because under trust okay. arrangement, trustees do not have to divulge anything to the beneficiaries. The only thing the beneficiaries have is an entitlement right to a distribution. You tell us operating well, I know I. I know I've been on here long enough, and I get hey, hey, we both hey, get long-winded. I'm going to let you plug yourself. I see you got a YouTube channel, The Rights of the Few, and you got a radio station, too, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, we're getting ready to fire back up the uh, YouTube broadcast. Uh, my my co-host has been busy with some very serious court case, cases helping some clients, and um, so I had to shut it down for a couple of weeks. We're going to fire it back up in the next couple of weeks, and um, we we're, we normally do our show on Tuesdays. So you can follow us on the rights of the few dot com or on the rights of the few YouTube channel. But I highly recommend 
go watch all three parts with Trey Ben because that prenatal contract it is a lifetime contract, but yeah, it, it does have a rescission clause. And, and, and you can I see it right rescind here. it in writing. I see this right here on your channel, and I do think people should check that out. I'm going to check it out. It's the Rights of the Few on YouTube, mm-hmm. and it is a it's the Rights of the Few radio with was Albert Tatum and Jeremy Baker with Trey Ben Part One. I. Right. Y'all go over there and make sure y'all check that out. Right to the few on YouTube, y'all. Be right. working with my with with my web page and everything. All right. All right. Hey man, always a pleasure. You have a wonderful day, Trey. I mean, uh All you right. have a wonderful day, Yusuf. It's always a pleasure. You are a very smart man and I will always endorse you. All right. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Have You're a great welcome. day. All right. You too. All right, y'all. Let's get over to Georgia, 678, area code 073. Hey, look, look. 678, area code 073. Hey, look. 678, you're on the air. 678. Yo, you're lying. It's open, man. You're open. I'm going to come back here. Let me go Hello? over to... Let's see what we got. Nine five four area codes. Let's dip over to uh, Florida. Nine five four eight nine seven eight. Your line through your mind. Yo, Yusuf, what's good, man? Hey, what's happening, bro? What's going on? I'm good, brother. I'm good, man. I just wanted to drop some heavy shit on the people, man, about, you know, this whole Zionist, uh, Zionist uh, you know, you know, way, way back in the day. Um, I seen a documentary on PBS a while back about the Jewish uh, journey to America. And although, you know, it's a propaganda, they're showing you, like, you know, they came over here for a better life, you know, stuff like that, you know, because they're showing you, like, the majority of the, the immigrants from Europe that came over here, you know, and some of them, honestly, you know, they just was escaping persecution and, you know, trying to come for a better life and all that, but it was right. all a controlled, it was all a controlled migration by Zionists because they already were setting things up, you know, in New York and all over the United States to, you know, dominate and take over the politics, the entertainment. So a lot of when they came over here, they started up movie studios, you know, the, the whole Hollywood thing was created by them. They got into the educational system. They took over the monetary system with the whole Woodrow Wilson thing with the Federal Reserve. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had their hands in everything. So this is how they move. That's why they say historically they've been kicked out of over 100 countries. Like, there's they've no been other kicked out when we talk about they got something called the Jewish Shetar um, when they were in England. Uh, they're the ones that introduced interest because they weren't able to own land. And so they came, but they right. could loan against land. And the king used to like them. But they got kicked out in, I think, Edward the first, and I think it was 1100 or something like that. But a lot of that kicking out of different countries had to do with blood sacrifice. And uh, that's, oh. what's not, that's what's not discussed a lot. There's a, there's a, there is an interview with Oprah Winfrey. It's on YouTube on Jewish ritual of uh, blood sacrifice. Now, I'm not saying all Jews do this, 
Okay. Uh, I'm right. not saying all folks can't imply all Jews do this in any kind of way, but right. it's a real obscure Oprah Winfrey interview. Now, when you go and listen to Rabbi Finkelstein, he talks about it. He was like, look, we do this. He said, we kill y'all babies. He said, we put 300,000 of them every year, and we chop them up, and, when I, and we put them into the fast food chain. He said, y'all eating your own kids. You know, with McDonald's oh, and all of this. Okay, now, he said, he said also, he said also that the reason, um, he said, we tell y'all this and you don't believe us. He said in the 1930s, somebody wrote a book trying to tell y'all all of this, but y'all didn't know that y'all read the book. So I went and did the research. I'm saying, well, what book is he talking about in the 1930s that was written where somebody kind of tried to come out and talk about all of this? And the name of the book yeah. is My Relative Defense. Okay. And, I, and he did all the research back to when, because they got kicked out of Spain in 1492. Uh, Ferdinand and Isabel kicked them out for that same reason. Ritual, they were getting accused of ritual sacrifice. And, and they will holler and say, you know, it's unjust. But the same accusation kept popping up everywhere that they went. The same accusation which I kept popping up. They were dead children in the street, drained of their blood. And all of this kind of thing. She stole the bodies in the street. When they came to the United States and stopped doing it, he said, we chop them up and put them uh, in the fast food chains and so forth right there. And that's why you don't see none of them eating no fast food restaurant or anything exactly. like that. Right. You know, so these are the things that these, these are the things that these are, these are people. Now, I'm finding all this information out from their own. I'm not, it's not no other a race of people yeah, telling me this information. Like they're the one putting this information out. Some of them trying to tell people. Some people don't want to listen to it or anything like that. Like I just told people to go over to ghettogaggers.com. Who do you think runs the porn industry? Who do you think runs the porn industry? I've seen that website, man, years ago because a friend of mine told me about it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm an Asiatic man. I'm a Moorish man, you know, black man, whatever people want to call it. Um, but, you know, when I've seen this, man, like, listen, man, they're literally raping Asiatic women online for the world to see. You know what I'm saying? And nobody, you don't hear nobody, I ain't never hear not one uh, uh, person in the black community ever say anything about it. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying it's about it right now. Right. I'm saying it's about it. That's why I respect you because I got to give you credit where it's due. You got the balls of steel. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of men should learn from what you putting out there and the truth that you're putting out there and the courage that it takes. Because they don't take that much courage. Once you're not afraid of these motherfuckers, man, ain't nothing can stop you from putting out the truth. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people will say they're spiritual and all that bullshit because they're afraid. They're afraid of the repercussions of sticking with the truth. You know what I'm saying? They're afraid of the consequences all that stuff. Listen, at the end of the day, I don't fear nothing. I don't fear death because I know my body is on your physical vehicle navigating me through this experience. So I don't fear death. So I don't I don't I don't hide I man up and face my opposition with all the force and all the might of my body, of my spirit, of my soul. Because I know at the end of the day, my children's future is at stake with these evil motherfuckers, man. And people need to understand that. You know what I'm saying? And I want to introduce a book to everybody, um, that's on Amazon called um 1666, uh, Redemption Through Sin, right, by Robert mm. Sepher, Se- 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 it's called 1666, 
redemption through sin. Now, let me, let me read a little bit of the product description. It says, uh, most people have heard of Jesus Christ, considered the Messiah by Christians, and who lived 2,000 years ago. But every few, uh, but very few have ever heard of Sabbatai uh, Zevi, uh, who declared himself the Messiah in 1666. By proclaiming redemption was available uh, through acts of sin. He amassed a following of over one million passionate believers, about half the world's Jewish population during the 17th century. Although many rabbis at the time considered him a heretic, his fame extended far and wide. Sabbatai's uh, adherents planned to abolish many ritualistic observances. Because according to the Talmud, holy obligations would no longer apply in the Messianic times. Fasting days became days of feasting and rejoicing. Sabbatians encouraged and practiced sexual promiscuity, adultery, incest, and religious orgies. Sabbatians, uh, forgive me, uh, death in 1676, his Kabbalist successor, Jacob Frank expanded upon and continued his occult philosophy of Frankism, a religious movement of the 18th and 19th centuries, centered on his leadership and his claim to be the reincarnation of the Messiah, Sabbatai Sevi. Uh, he, like Sevi, would perform strange acts that violated traditional religious taboos, such as eating fat forbidden by Jewish dietary laws, ritual sacrifice, and promoting orgies and sexual immorality. He often slept with his followers as well as his own daughter while preaching a doctrine that the best way to imitate God was to cross every boundary, transgress every taboo, and mix the sacred with the profane. Hebrew University of Jerusalem professor Sean Golem uh, called Jacob Frank one of the most frightening phenomena in the whole of Jewish history. Jacob Frank would right. Jacob Frank would eventually enter into an alliance formed by Adam West Westerfot, uh whatever, and Meyer Amschel Rothschild, called the Order of the Illuminati. The objective. Now what book, objective, what book is this that you're reading from? Um, this is called 1666: Redemption Through Sin. Alright. So basically, Please, in a nutshell, oh. it's. This guy created this whole cult following, right? And their whole ideology is the more sin and the more evil shit they do, they believe they're bringing into the world. Like, that's, that's their philosophy. The most backward evil shit they could do, their Messiah is going to appear. And that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm saying, too. You know, I said that as well. You know, this, this perception of good and evil, when you talk to a Satanist, they, the Satanists believe that the Christians are the evil people. Exactly. Exactly. You know, do it, do it thy will. And you have a lot of people out there who got that, uh, that philosophy. They don't know it's satanic. They believe that we should be able to do exactly. whatever the hell we want to do. Well, you can. You have free will. Exactly. You have to there is a cause and effect and, associated with all your decisions. All right? You got to understand that. Had, you know. uh, right. And that's why I had to give the people that book because when I read it, it really helped me understand. See, you're not going to understand a cultures or people or philosophies if you don't understand the, the mind frame of it. You know what I'm saying? The mentality, like where is all these things coming from? So 
you're not going to know how to defeat your enemy unless you know how to get into the mind of your enemy. Think like your enemy. That's right. Think well, That's how right. you strategize. You're never, you're never going to do that. So now people got to take their fucking hand head. They got to take their head out of their ass and out of the sand and stop looking in the fucking sky and believing that some fucking savior is going to come down and save their ass because that's what the Zionists just created. They created this whole fake shit off of this Jesus shit, which was based off of astrology that our ancestors created to civilize the world. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, like, I always tell people, when you read the Bible, you got to have a metaphysical Bible dictionary with you. Because if you read the Bible, you just take it off of face value and don't understand the metaphysical principles. and the, uh, uh, These things govern society, and they could be controlled. Uh, uh, they could be used to manipulate and control people that are unlearned, people that are un, you know, that are not part of those higher philosophies or the, the priesthood, you know what I mean? Because basically what right. happened is the priesthood became corrupt and they just put a clan together to take over the fucking world. Because certain group of these Jewish people, like, they were, they were at, like, they were adepts of the Egyptian science, you know what I'm saying? Of the metaphysical science. Exactly. And so, a lot of them so come out of Egypt. I tell people. A lot of them come out of Egypt. It's like when you see these movies, like Indiana Jones, all this stuff. What they're doing, they're fighting. There's always a dark keeping them from obtaining a certain sacred knowledge and misusing it. That's all that's happening here. They took the sacred science that governs the universe and they're misusing it. So there's no such thing as good or bad, evil. These people understand that. That's why they're going to continue to fuck us over because they got us thinking on the lower level of left, right, up, down, and all this shit. And trying to bring our people, uh, and our people are rooted in religious thought and everything of good and evil and so forth. And they they don't understand that there's only one. There's only one power in the universe. There's not two powers. There's only one. Yeah, that's how how we can even allow these pedophiles to fuck children right in front of our face and we just sit here and pray to God. We're fucking insane, man. We're insane. Like, and you know what's going on out here? One one of the things they got over us is they got that they stick together. That's their strongest. That's their strongest asset because they got unity. And that's what we're going to have to start doing. We got to start unifying. Our strength is in numbers, not in being separate. Not with all these. They just splintered us and all these different Muslims, Christians, uh, all these different Hebrew Israelites, Moabian Nation, whatever you want to. Uh, uh, call it we split it all over the place. We don't have a single ideology, and we don't move as one. And that's what they do. They move as one. And and um, you know, I've been studying it. Man, they got studies on these people going back 200 years. And the number one thing that every everybody was amazed about them this is the number one thing that everybody's amazed about them is their ability to stick together. They move like one mind. Man, these motherfuckers are click tight. You know what I'm saying? Because when I watched the CBS documentary, they didn't leave nobody behind. They brought everybody up in this bitch. And when they came here, these motherfuckers was disciplined. They came here with a plan of attack and they executed. That's how disciplined they are. They created this plan hundreds of years ago, and they said through generations and generations to pass, we're going to train our children and train our community, our family, our group to have that same focus and dedication to accomplish this shit. Negroes, they can't even figure out what the fuck to eat tonight. You know what I'm saying? They can't. They can't and that's how bad we fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And white that's folks, what you know, Hispanic folks, all that. You know, we fighting over dumb shit, dumb shit that was created for us to even divide ourselves. You know what I'm saying? 
like, oh, I'm Muslim, you're Christian. All these shits is one thing. They all have the same philosophy. They all it's all, it's all one. It's all yeah, one. They all come from the Egyptian mystery system. You know what I'm saying? That, that governs they, the world. And then all, all certain groups did it, just took a little bit of this, took a little bit of that, renamed it, and then uh, 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 watered it down, gave it to the masses, and kept them controlled by it. That's it. It's that simple. When you get back, that's why I fuck with you, Yusuf, man. Because you one of the few dudes that I trust to even listen to. Because you got a lot of these black black folks out here, man. They'll do anything for this fiat, man. They'll do anything for this fake monopoly money. I see it all the time. You know what I'm saying? Just look what feminism did to our community. You got our women giving away our families and children for wholesale, man. For pennies. Pennies on the dollar, man. You know what I'm they saying? They are. Just feeding but feminism is rising because men have stopped being men. You know, these dudes exactly. are afraid to say, half of them afraid to say anything. They think they're going to offend somebody or something like right. that. They're going to take time or something, you know. They don't have no type of backbone yeah. or no type of belief in themselves and everything. You know, that's what you're really seeing. You're yeah. seeing the pussification of the ma- of, of the men and everything, and the women taking over, filling yeah. that spot. Just look at the movies. Pay attention to the movies and the TV shows, man. man. Just pay man, attention to all the every every other show I'm looking at, man. If the woman is in the dominant position and the man is in the submissive position, yeah. or he's made to look like he's unintelligent, or he's abusive, or he um he's incompetent, um he's incapable right. of leadership, uh, he's incapable of right. making intelligent mm-hmm. decisions. Or something to that effect, and they are foisting this ideology on our children. And y'all see that some of these women, they sitting up there, let they with their children watch this shit. You know, I'm looking at these television oh, yeah. shows. You need to be watching that bullshit. Period. They put out trash in Hollywood right now. And it's in- just look at and just look at what the the designers were able to accomplish with rap music, right? Because you know, hip hop started off as a positive thing. And we were speaking a lot of things to unify ourselves within our communities, right? That was like a way of us to wake up a lot of our people using, you know, our spirituality and our metaphysical abilities of, of, of tapping into the, to, 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 to our DNA and creating these amazing sounds and these amazing music and this, the, the power of speech that was reaching the whole world. You know what I'm saying? Melanated people across the world, not just in, the United, in America, but across the world. And then these motherfuckers came and infiltrated with that gangster fucking rap, you know what I'm saying? And put in yep. all these shields, paid easy. You had Easy E go to the fucking White House and talk and had a secret meeting with goddamn President Bush Sr., a motherfucker who don't give a shit about no goddamn Negroes, okay? These motherfuckers, for all we know, raping black babies, eating them for God. Who knows what the fuck these people into? But we know for sure they don't fuck with no damn black folks, you know what I'm saying? And then right. you're going to invite this gangster rapper from goddamn East Oakland, and then you expect us to believe that it, it, it's some shit to benefit us when this motherfucker came back with fuck the police and all this. Let me tell you why they pushed that shit. Because they, it's all about division. Okay? It's all about division. They want you to say fuck the police. So that way, you got, that's another opposition. That's another enemy they throw in front of you so you can never get to them. They're going to throw in all kind of shit in front of you, you know? Days, this and that, all kinds of things to keep you divided. You know what I'm saying? Because the whole point is they don't they don't want you looking at them. Because at the end of the day, if you exactly. even mention in, in a public forum anything about Zionists, ooh boy, the ADL after you, this app, but listen, I don't fear none of them motherfuckers. 
I told you can't say you can't say listen. you can't say anything. You know, like I put up the um, the video with um because um, everybody was saying, oh, you got it wrong. I said, okay, well, I'm going to let you let this Jew tell you. Exactly. Benjamin, Benjamin Friedman. Exactly. Boy, YouTube was all over that. I think that, that video exactly. didn't stay up one day. They, they started reporting it and took that motherfucker down. I was like, they said, well, you're, you're, they said, well in our opinion, you and are promoting this, this is what hate. And this is a strategy people got to come after, right? Whatever these Zionists are afraid of, that's what you need to study. Because nine times out of ten, that's the shit that's gonna get the like you're gonna get the most best information to understand. Okay, why are they so fearful for you to even mention this or to even talk about this? So when you mention Hitler, when you mention all the people, like I study the whole thing of Hitler, man, they brainwash us twenty four all year to to hate that dude. But when I ask you, know why they hate Hitler? You know why they hate Hitler? They hate Hitler. Hitler is the only person that got the central bank out of his country. Exactly. Kennedy, he's the only one, okay, that got the central bank exactly. out of his country and everything. That's and after, after he got them out, they prospered. And they hate him for that. That is the only reason. He got exactly. that central banking system out of his country. And after that, uh, 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 Germany went to be one of the most prosperous countries on the face of the planet. Exactly. You go, they Hitler had an economic revolution. Before all of this, Hitler was on the cover of Time Magazine like two or three times as Man of the Year. Exactly. And Time Magazine is a exactly. Jewish publication. It's a Jewish publication. Exactly. Y'all can go to Google Images and see this for yourself. They don't want to talk about that. And they don't want to talk thing, about that either. People got to understand the Zionists are a radical faction of Judaism. You know what I'm saying? In each religion, yeah. you always have a radical faction. Those are the motherfuckers you need to be careful of. Because you can have whatever religion you want. Hey, you want to worship this, you want to worship That's what's great about America, right? Because we accept all religions, and you know, because we understand on a bigger scale that they are all one. You know what I'm saying? Asians believe in Buddha, right. this and that. It's all one. It's all talking about Messiah, a creator. Well, some of, us some of us understand it's all one, but some people, now that's that, you into that Muslim stuff. You know, you don't believe in exactly. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, you know. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah, you know, man. I'll be wasting my time. <laughs> it's crazy, man. You got my fa- like my family. I grew up Christian. You know what I'm saying? But once I discovered right. the truth and try to tell these people stuff, man, your own family will put you as an outcast, man. Cold blooded. Hey, man. Cold blooded. My mom don't hardly. Ideology, man. My mom don't hardly have no this conversations is- with me this day, especially by by religion and everything. She's a Jehovah's Witness. She's she's a Jehovah's Witness to the core. To the core, oh, man. Man, listen, man, and that and that was even created by Zionists. You know what I'm saying? Sure was. So was the Seventh Day Adventists and the Mormons. You go and check the history up. Oh yeah, and when I study the whole Hitler history, man, people got to understand what really happened. Germany suffered the same thing we're going through right now. A same exact thing, and that's what it's called. One bit of a program. This is going to bring me back to Donald Trump now. So Donald Trump, he's been cast into the image of Hitler because him and uh, uh, Pushkin, uh, uh, whatever his name, that it, in the beginning, yeah, Putin, uh, there, were, there was like, uh, uh, yeah, Putin, Putin, Putin. There was uh, talks or whispers about them trying to get rid of the Federal Reserve. Okay. Now, I got somebody on here. Let me read this. This guy, he, he left a message on my Facebook. He said, Donald Trump chased Obama all over the world demanding to see proof of his birth certificate. 
and all his two-faced black hypocrites cheered. Now we are demanding to see Donald's taxes for proof that he is a billionaire. The black trader said that he doesn't have to show if traders get lost. What the heck? Excuse me, I'm talking about. You can't even write. And dudes be writing things and right. can't even fucking spell and shit. It's how bad it is out here. But let me let me let me talk about this. If y'all want to know how much black Donald Trump is worth, you can go to secinfo.com right, and put in Trump in the search, and all of his SEC filings are going to come up. Okay, they did a show called Family Guy, and where he uh, Trump and the guy had a fight, and they had a fight because he said that Donald Trump was worth seven hundred million. That was true. Donald Trump is worth seven hundred million liquid, and he has about two billion in assets. Where did I get that? I wrote a, a B424 prospectus on secinfo.com. Okay, it is public information if you know where to look. All right. Now, as far as his taxes, right. the elite don't care about y'all talking about the taxes getting tax cuts. Ta- the elite don't have income. Okay, it don't matter what law that they pass for taxes because they don't have nothing in their name. Okay, everything is in the name of a business. Yep. Trump don't even own Trump Plaza. He he's renting out his exactly. name. He rents his exactly. name out. He rents his name out. It's a it's a that. trust company that owns it. He's renting out his name. That's all he does. And, and then they gave him a suite at the top that he got from. But he knows better than to put anything in his name. They they yep. when you see his they name on it. something. <laughs> when you see his name on something, he's charging them people for letting them use his name. Y'all got to wake up and be smarter about what y'all doing, man, and stop letting these people move you emotionally and start doing your own damn research exactly. and everything and understand how taxes are. Go get you a damn CPA and have a CPA explain this shit to you. They'll explain and it you to said, you. That's why, that, and you said that's why I love the information you put out, man, because you always deal with logic and common sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And every, everything the media pushes is all emotionalism. That's it. It's emotion. Stir people up, stir people up, get them arguing, get them fighting. Oh, nah, it was this, it was that. No, nah, it was this. And they just stay brain dead and dumb and refuse to crack a book open or go do a little research, go into a law library. I mean, I've actually heard dudes tell me, oh, the law library, that's the white man stuff. That's the, you know, that's the white stuff. <laughs> Like, you fucking mentally retarded motherfuckers. I'm like, who you think taught the white man? Who you think taught no, they, the world? Your goddamn ancestors. They, who the fuck are you talking say, about? White man. They only white say man. that because they only say that because it's too much effort. It takes a lot of effort to go to the. It takes there first of all, it takes effort to go. get in your car and it's drive to the law library. Okay, that's effort. Mm-hmm. Okay, when you have such everything so convenient on the internet, you think I should be able to just look it up on the internet? You can't. You got to get in your car and go to the law library and pull some of them books off the exactly. shelf. You want to find because you ain't gonna find everything on the everything ain't on the internet. Everything ain't on the internet. Okay, so that's one. And number two, it takes a little time to understand because I, you know, I've had this happen to me when I first started trying to study law. I opened up a law book. I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at, and I closed the book and went outside and shot some basketball or something like that. I'm like, this shit is too difficult for me to understand. But the first time that I just put a little effort in it. It took about one week for me to, while well, I was off to the races, understanding what I was looking at. It does not take a yeah. long time. And all this stuff, and you know what's sad about it, man? All this stuff that we study, right? People would look at us and say, oh, you think you a know-it-all and this and that. I had to get rid of my girl, man. I was dealing with this chick for a couple of years, man, and she a feminist 
propaganda, zombie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, man, listen, man. And I know a lot of men suffering. <laughs> a lot of men are suffering out there from dealing with these feminist women. Okay, I call them feminists. You know, like these women, man. Listen, they are goddamn like they're, they're, if you're men. I'm gonna do a public service announcement, men. If you out there and you dealing with a feminist woman, you better throw that bitch in the trash can. I'm telling you right now. Because you waste yeah. your fucking time, you wasting your fucking energy, you're putting your, if, if you go and plant a seed in that feminist woman, you're putting your child and your, your seed, and that's like throwing, I think feminist like women, I, I think feminist yeah. women, they need to be by themselves, that's all you gotta do, all you gotta do, they won't be feminist, let their ass be by themselves, go date another woman, go do whatever you're gonna do and shit, but real yeah, men ain't even happening. Let them, let them, exactly. let them go do their feminist shit by themselves. You ain't gotta argue with them. It won't be feminist. Fine. Exactly. Feminist exactly. And let me tell you what I see going on. <laughs> let me tell you what I see going you know? on in this country. I see, I see a big pushback from men going on, and I've been seeing a lot on YouTube, like the red community. You know, men red going their own way. And this is all way. a result. Dudes ain't getting married. Yeah, that's that feminist. Yeah, that's a big they push. Like, fuck all that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm not going to subjugate myself to slavery. You know, subjugate yeah. myself to slavery. Then when I have a child, the first thing, you, you don't want to teach the baby. You don't want to play your role as a woman and teach the baby, right? And help me raise this child and, and give them an advantage in life to get ahead. You just want to indoctrinate them, throw them right into the public school education system and right into the, uh, uh, right into the feed. Yeah, you know what I'm Just throw them right yeah, on the plantation. Of, most of them don't even want a motherfucking breastfeed. Shit. Well, give them some formula. Yeah, I, man, listen. My baby mama, man, I had to fight her. Literally. To get her to breastfeed, she want to do all this, uh, uh, goddamn, uh, oh, um, this how delusional our women became. Oh, the baby gonna be hurt my nipple, but when I'm sucking on your nipple, you ain't saying shit. But the baby gonna you know, hurt your nipple. I had that oh, problem, huh? and and what she found oh. out was after we she got used to it. it hurt my nipple, but see, I was the kind of person all that little complaining and shit. I tolerate none of that shit. I say you gonna be because see, first of all, you gotta be a man. Okay, you the kind of man. You're taking care of everything, okay? You're taking care of your family. I'm expecting this woman to be a woman, all right? I'm expecting you to take, okay, the creator gave you two mammary glands to feed a child, all right? We, he, he, wasn't, he didn't contemplate uh, stores and shit and, and, and uh, all this uh, formula and all this shit. The, and now they're trying to give you your vaccination and all of this shit, right? I'm saying, okay, well, how do we live all these millions of years on this planet without vaccinations? There was a problem. And it constantly, constantly, everything, there's a new disease popping up there, coronavirus. Coronavirus, c- coronavirus is on the back of Lysol cans and everything. Man, they got the coronavirus. Break, right? And you know the crazy <laughs> thing about it, they'll tell you that, oh, you got to fear the coronavirus. The flu kills way more people each year than the coronavirus. And we're supposed to be scared of some new shit that pop up. That only a few people they saying that die, but nobody know these people. You know this? They don't give you no names of these victims and all that because they're fucking lying. Okay? <laughs> when you watch the news, when you watch the news, it's, it's hilarious. I'm sitting there smoking a joint. I'm watching shit. I'm like, look at these motherfuckers <laughs> at work everywhere you go. All these motherfuckers talk Corona. Oh, you gotta get masked. I'm walking around this bitch carefree. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that I'm, I can't be touched by no make believe. You know, boogeyman that they created for us to all be scared of. You know what I'm saying? Every election, the more you think about it, you draw it to yourself and everything. Exactly. And, and that's, 
that's, that's what science. I see with these people. You know, they like that's they just they just into it. Hey, I'm putting now, a link. Now you know why. Now you know why doctors, when you go into there, why they got them white coats, right? All right then. They fucking with your mind. <laughs> they understand the science of the mind. So you go in there, they hypnotize you into thinking that, hey, you got AIDS, hey, you got this, hey, you got that. And guess what? You're going to go home, and that's going to just stay in your head. It's going to repeat. It's going to repeat because everything we experience, the subconscious mind doesn't know if it's right or wrong. It doesn't know if it's good or bad for us. It just records it. The conscious mind is where we could decipher, you know, hey, if I'm going to keep this shit in my head or if I'm going to yeah. get rid of it. You know what I'm saying? The conscious, the conscious, mind, mind, is the conscious mind is the seat of the will. The subconscious mind doesn't exactly. have a will. Exactly. Exactly, and that, that hey, y'all, people understand put, that. Okay, hey y'all, I just put uh, Donald Trump's financials to SEC info in the chat room. Y'all okay, interested yeah. in it? And because people say, well, you know, Donald Trump doesn't show us this, doesn't show us that. Hey, he got public filings. Y'all go check the shit out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Stop, stop this shit against Donald Trump. I, I don't understand it. You know, I said he lost, yeah, and I don't want to hear it. I, I hear a lot of victim mentality people and people who are emotional and people think somebody owed them something. Bitching and complaining. And this is yeah, the thing. Before Donald Trump became president, every fucking black rapper loved this dude, right? Love Donald sudden, Trump. When he became president, everybody just hit fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. I'm like, you cocksuckers, y'all showed y'all hands. Y'all showed who y'all really fucking working for. Designers, fucking baby killers, rapists, pedophile motherfuckers, okay? Now all y'all ass got yourself exposed. Donald Trump did something great for this country. He brought all these demons out of the shadows to expose themselves. And people he did. They they him out the That's why they own him so tight. They own him so tight to everything because exactly. he's exposing them. And, 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 and the people aren't smart enough to see it, man. I mean, I know I'm sitting there, oh, he's um, supporting Donald Trump and everything. It's like, no, I do my research. I, y'all know me, I do research. <laughs> I do research. Okay, I can't. You don't. You want me to throw all my research out the window and just be emotional and just roll with my people? Hey, we all sitting here saying Donald Trump is a KKK member and he's racist and shit. You need to roll with us. What with y'all, dumb motherfuckers? Dumb shit, man. Dumb shit. That's why it comes to a point where I actually look at them how the Zionist Jews would look at them like, fuck it. Y'all want to be dumb? Let them die. Let them die. Let them be dumb. Because guess what? Hitler couldn't save everybody. And he Hitler, could. he didn't want the war. He wrote many letters to you, uh, to, 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 to Winston he Churchill. Didn't want and he, he didn't want the war. He tried to avoid it. He, he tried to, to avoid it the war. Way. And that's why the Germans are mad at the Jews because the Germans feel like the Jews were responsible for World War One and World War Two, and they mad at them because they did that boycott against them and hurt the, uh, right. the economy, right? Because that's one thing that never gets discussed. Okay, well, why is Hitler mad at the Jews? They make it exactly. seem like, oh, he's just a racist. He was just, he just didn't yeah, like he Jews. Just, he just woke up He just woke up and said, fuck all y'all. No. This yeah, you know, they make it seem, you know, like he just woke up and just said, fuck the Jews and everything. Right. I and mean, people just go for that. Yeah, come on, like, man. Nah, that's it's not what happened. Man. And it's I used to wonder man. that all the yeah, and when you actually look at the history of this man, like who he really was, this man was a countryman. He loved his country. Just like Donald Trump loved America, that's why they can't sign him on to destroy this country. 
because this country built the wealth that his family has. So why would he want to destroy it? His and another thing, when you go look at earlier interviews of him, and he said he might be president one day, just when he's like in his 20s and everything, because, you know, he's a businessman. He travels all over the world. He's seeing how these people are dominating and how they were destroying America by taking all the industry out of the United States. We used to be a big uh, economic powerhouse, the United States, in the early 1900s. Now we don't manufacture anything. All of our goods and services and products are coming from China. If we had all that manufacturing in the United States, everybody would have a job. You know what I'm saying? But we don't have any manufacturing here anymore. We in the speculation. And this is the reason that Great Britain and France attacked Germany in the early 1900s, because Germany was manufacturing everything. And just like the United States is involved today, we're involved in speculation. When I mean speculation, the stock market. Everybody's playing the stock market. Okay? Instead of having manufacturing and things like, instead of investing in the people in your country and everything, you play in the market. You play in the casino. That's and now you see why these Zionists, why these Zionists hate Putin so much, because he kicked out most of these uh, uh, Rothschild bankers and you know uh, uh, elitist families and got them the fuck out of Russia and said Russia is gonna be for Russia. We gonna build off manufacturers. We gonna we gonna we gonna push morality. We gonna push sanity and all this other shit. You know what I'm saying? Meanwhile, that's what they do. That's, that's a big thing too in Germany. They were mad at pushing of immorality, and it is out, it is off the chain here in the United States of America. It's a, it's a United it, States now is a immoral cesspool, and it's a, a country full of drug my addicts. My God, you said this is the point addict. where I love rap music, but I cannot fucking bear to listen for five seconds of this shit. <laughs> I love rap music too. I, I can't, cannot do it. Man. I can't do it. Hey, you, know, you, you know, that's the youth. I, I tried it. I tried with the rap music. I didn't just came to the conclusion. I said, man, I just must be old, man. Cause I, I, I grew up. I've been there man, since rap music started. Yusuf, I, <laughs> I feel you. You try. You try. But yeah, I try. when you hear these messages they putting out and what they saying on every goddamn song, you like, man, what the fuck? You know what? Like, I'm gonna tell you what it is. What, what we're mad about with yeah. rap music. I want the young. I want the youth. This for the youth. Because I thought it's you he was talking about. Right. This is what we're mad about. We're mad that you're not smart enough to see that you're allowing a group of people to control you and make y'all put out these messages for your people and you're selling yourself exactly. out for money. Because a lot of y'all exactly. know what's going on. The beats and everything are nice. I'm, I'm going to say that the beats right. are nice. The beats are they, got, the beats are they got great beats. But that's what bothers me is that I, they are so weak and in their constitution, because they know they're selling out their people, you know, putting all these they songs out. They know what they're doing. Isn't any love songs no more. Even the, the women, a lot of y'all women out there, y'all proud let me and refer to y'all as bitches and hoes. It's my bitch and everything. And, I, you know, you just... Every, and I, you every just, goddamn bitch. song with a woman is pussy, 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 pussy. That's it. That's all you hear. Pussy, pussy, pussy. The love is, they gotta like, the love is so nasty. Just, you know, hey, girl, I love you because I'm going to dick you down real good and everything, you know. And then the chick come back, you know, I'm going to bust you over for you real good. And so it's like, so, yeah, we look at all of that. And it's like, I just like, you know, I'm a dude from the hood and everything. But it's like, damn. And I'm not saying exactly. that even in our age, you know, with Snoop right. and all them, they, 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 you know, when, when Snoop Dogg came out, I knew there was going to be a problem. When Snoop came out with the right. song exactly. "Bitches Ain't Shit But Holes and Tricks," you seen a shift. There was a shift in the and then I went, mm-hmm. and then one day, I went into a. Um, we was it was Saturday night, 
the, we had just come from the club and we were going into like a IHOP. And so I'm going into the IHOP right. and in the back was a whole bunch of girls, right? It's about 15 of them. And they got the whole IHOP on fire because they all singing bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. So I was thinking, right. God damn, well, you can you can just like diss the women and women will sing along with that shit. And so now they, can, this, they love it. And I'm listening to Megan the Stallion and her words and shit. She's oh, talking my about basically niggas. You know, that's the feminist agenda too. You know, like nigga, y'all my hoes and everything. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what kind of right. man gonna listen to this shit? Gonna let a woman pimp him like this? Horrible. Well, she talks about this Just rap, horrible, you know. Now what they push and check me out, right? And you got you, you got these women out here, especially our women, right? They they supporting all this shit, you know, city girls and all this. They supporting all this shit, and they wonder why they fucked up. They wonder why, why it's gonna come to a point where where they majority of these that. black men gonna turn their fucking back on their feminist ass, and they gonna be left for the wolves. Ain't no real nigga doing that shit. Ain't nobody doing that bullshit right there. Y'all, you better you better understand that rap music is entertainment, and don't let that shit affect your mind. But hey, man, look, I gotta get off, man. I got some other calls, bro. But it's been great. Okay, all right. All right. Keep up the good fight. All right. All right. Let me go to 305, Eric Code 2007. You're on the line. I know you're waiting patiently. You're on live. What's on your mind? Hey, Yusuf. How's that? Can you hear me? I can hear you. All right, all right. So um, I go by the name Kane on Facebook, but... What I wanted to come on and talk about, because I have a, a background in agriculture. Okay. America is great because America is great because they produce a great um, slavery system, and when I say that, I mean our people is what they pretty much bank bank on, and that's why internationals or let's say foreigners they come in and they start businesses, and the first people they hire are black people. We are so willingly um, susceptible to just being thrown anything from minimum wage to even down to wearing tennis shoes with name brand tennis shoes, shirts. I'm, I'm here in Tallahassee, Florida State, okay. the the HBCU here. I mean, they have this this program called the uh, Black College. Uh, what is called Black College Mills. Explorers, and I'm going through their, their their program, and their goal is to pull in seventh to eleventh graders into the college system, and then right out into the workforce. That's the core. That that is the core to to why to to what we're here for, and why this 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 country is, is striving so so strong. Um, also, a second thing: the travel industry. America right now is in a $59 billion surplus, and that is $255 billion uh, made last year just for travel alone. Now, we're talking lodging. We're talking people traveling in and out of the country. And we're also talking people coming from foreign, well, you know, out of, out of the country into America spending their money within the United States. So, the reason why I bring that up is because when they're talking numbers, when they're talking income, when they're talking uh, generating money for the United States, they're talking people as a whole. 
people as a whole and not just one particular color or one particular group. I agree with that. So so racism, people think, and and, and then some people think, well, well, most people think racism is a color thing. No, it's not a color thing. It's a class thing. And you were mentioning Marxism. Right. Yeah, you, right. You were talking Karl Marx, and he and he speak on that. He he talks. He he um, pretty much focuses on the the um, bourgeois uh, community, or the 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 upper class community. That that wall or that ceiling is so thick, and it's very hard to see through it, and it's very hard for us to actually see that it exists because of the distraction, the whole dem- democratic. Um, republic thing, you know, just pretty much politics, right? And um, I mean, I mean, that's pretty much what I what I mainly focus on is is uh, trust. So would you consider would you consider yourself as a capitalist? <laughs> I'm a capitalist. I am. I'm a capitalist too. I'm a capitalist, and the reason why <laughs> because a capitalist is a person who depends up on himself, you know. It's like I have faith in my ability to go and make money, right? That's just it. Some people don't have that same faith. Some people need, a, you know, a job or, you know, have to depend on somebody else to provide them, you know, with. People really should listen to Rabbi Finkelstein. I'm going to put his link in here. I, I'm going to tell you this. If you don't listen to this, if you're a black person and you don't listen to this, I really feel like you're derelict in your duty to your people. You know, if you don't listen, if you don't take the time to listen to this interview, um, James Wickstrom is the one who did it. But you really, because when I listened to this interview, I went back and fact-checked. Let me put that, they, 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 that's, the check, that's the term out of the fact-check. I went back and fact-checked <laughs> everything I was talking about in this interview, and that's how I learned so much stuff. I said, these people will literally tell you, and that's what he said in the interview. He said, look, we can tell you this, and you ain't going to listen to us and believe us. We can tell it to you. You ain't going to believe us. I'm going to tell you straight up what it is, and you still ain't going to listen and believe it, which is true. So I said, okay, well, let me see if my man is telling the truth. And so that's what led me onto this search. You know, that's how I started discovering all this. I listened to that interview. That interview right there is what opened the door to Make me cry. I said, well, let me start verifying and checking and see what this man is saying. I'm like, God oh, damn, everything he's saying is true. It's true. Well, I mean, you know, but, it's, but it's hard to, it's very difficult for someone to just present something right in front of you and then just to accept it. And like like the previous caller uh, stated, you know, we're distracted and uh, we're in an emotional state right now. So anytime you're talking Black, white, Republican, Democrat. We're talking about well, we're we're pretty much using their their um their jargon. Yeah. This is all jargon. Yeah, yeah. This is all jargon. So so if you so if you consider yourself private, you need to for one get out of that and then start looking at the system as a whole. For those who we present this information to, if they take if they you know, want to want to continue on that journey? We need to allow it because we need workers. We need workers. And, That's right. Um, and you know what? And I agree with you because I don't really consider myself like I'm not into politics like that. And as I said that at the beginning of the uh, at the uh, at the beginning, what led me into this was the fact that um, 
the politics, that philosophy, and you see it in movies, you're seeing it in the music, it's pervasive. It's going all throughout the fabric of our society. So that's why I addressed it today, because I think that, you know, like, I don't really think that there's much difference in the Democrats and the Republicans. But what I do think is that they use it as a means of determining the mindsets of the people or polarizing people in certain ways. You know what I'm saying? I think they're both being used as certain tools. And they're trying to see, I think one side is, okay, we're going to, because they always got to put a choice. The devil always has to give you a choice. Okay, you can go left and you can go right. Okay, because on judgment day, the one thing you cannot say is that the devil made me do it. Because if the devil made you do it, then what is the point of judgment day? And I'm using right, judgment right, day. Right. I'm using that figuratively. I'm just saying that if there is some sort of, you know, who is ultimately responsible for the decisions that you make? Okay, is this some sort, you got an angel and devil on your shit? But no. Okay, you always have a choice. You've been given a choice. So that's what it is. It's gonna, you're going to choose to put yourself into slavery. You're choosing to do that. You're not going to blame us. But, you know, while you're in slavery, and that's the point that I want to get out to people, because I think people are thinking that somebody's forcing them into some sort of situation is not. We can choose to all get together and act as one. There's nothing preventing us from unifying, but our, our own self. There's nothing pre- no, I mean, preventing us from unifying. Well, I'm here in the capital. I'm here in the capital of uh, Florida, and uh-huh. I'm originally from Miami. I'm originally from Miami. This this is the mecca of the of their um, administrative system. My my wife she's a school teacher for Leon County, and I walked in with her at the the administrative office, the, the human resource building, and she had to pick up her, her, her first check. There's this path to this window where they stand there and wait or whatever. Along this wall, they have pictures. Of, of shacks, and I'm talking like slavery shacks where people were living. <laughs> there's uh, there's signs. You have these black kids and this white man, pretty much, co- you know, still taking pictures and all that. Now, and I'm thinking to myself, like, like do they do these people actually see? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, this runs so deep, it's hard to pull people out of the system. It's hard to educate these people because they have it sold up and, and and we have lawyers walking up and down downtown, you know, Tallahassee. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm afraid for myself, not in the sense of like, you know, life and death, but my goal right now is to teach, is to go into some of our community up here and teach trust law and teach privacy. But, these leaders, these these black men who are out here teaching or pulling in our, our black kids, our black men, they're as attached to the system as well. So I mean, I'm I'm I'm. I guess I guess what what I'm saying is that um, <laughs> it's a long it's a long road it's a long road, man. And I just want to thank you. I yeah. want to. Um, it's a long road. It shows like this at least get people to thinking. You know, that's my only thing. What I try to do is I was like, man, if we can just start reading again and just go look for yourself. 
You know, you'll find out some stuff. People, when they can put stuff right in front of your face, and you, they know you ain't going to look at it. They're like, let's put it in a book. That whole thing, if you want to hide something from a black man, put it in a book. That shit is so fucking true. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. it's so true. That, 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 that is so true. They're not hiding nothing yeah, from it, you. Lindsey Williams, yeah, and, he said... He said that the elite have a code of conduct. They have to tell you what they're going to do. They usually choose to do it through the movies. He said they choose to do it through the movies. He said, but they have a code of conduct. And their code of conduct is they're always going to tell you what they're going to do before they do it. Yeah, and I'm going to put it, I'm gonna put this out here, man. I'm a 32nd I'm a 30, 30 degree Freemason. Um, okay. You know, I'm part of the Scottish Rite. I'm part of the Scottish okay. Rite. And, 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 and my goal my goal was to, well, most of my brothers, most of my friends who are Prince Hall, they they look at me joining the Blue Lodge as a as a you know what I mean I guess they pretty much thought I was brainwashed, but I figured hey man, you knock on the door, you go in, and you learn what they're learning, and and most of our most of most of what we're learning is from the Kabbalah. From the Kabbalah. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, hey, so, I'm, I already know. Hey, listen, man, I've been doing this 25 years, and it's like, that's why you don't hear me talk bad down about the Masonic Order, or I don't talk bad about any of the orders. I was in an order myself. The thing is, is that I understand what the teachings are. It's not that the information is good or bad. It's the people who are, um, you know, that's nothing but a tool, you know, and uh, it can be utilized. You know, it's a lot of information out there, and people are, you know, you can. I don't know. You're a thirty second degree, so you have passed up to the thirty third degree yet. You need. You need. Are you going to go to the thirty third degree? I mean, I have to be. I have to be. I have to be honored. That's a. That's an honorary um, degree. So, of course, I have to put in work. But I. I will say this though. Um, it's. It's. I'm not sure if you've read read into um, Archetypes and, and all of that stuff. Mas- well, yeah. I mean, you talked about it, masculinity, femininity, and all that stuff. Right. Most of what we most of most of what we learn, or most of what we accept or uh, grow into, is pretty much indoctrinated into us through ceremony, graduation, okay. um, right. awards, all that stuff. We have to somewhat go through a some type of ritual through anything that we go through. You know. Quinceañeras, uh, Sweet Sixteen, all of that stuff. Once they, uh, oh, what else is it? The uh, Bar Mitzvahs. Those ceremonies are pretty much a uh, introductory into our mental development, and not a and not an age thing. So, the best way to teach someone is is, is by putting them through some type of rigorous hazing ceremony for us to kind of for it to stick to stick with us. And then for us to actually hone in on it and say, "This is us. This is what we're going to commit to, and then we're going to carry that through life," and, and that's how it sticks. But I think that's what we need to do. We need to um, figure out a way to pull ourselves out of the church and start building a group where ceremonial um, practices are 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 once are now again, like previously attached to our cultural development and then pretty much empowering ourselves through through uh, that that form of, of educating rather than going through school, going through church, so on and so forth. But I'm just going on a tangent right now because I'm in a rush. I but, agree. 
you know what? One thing all successful and wealthy people have is a morning ritual. Everything's about yeah. ritual. I, I'm going to do some uh, some talk about that, but you said something that I, I see where you're going with that. And that, um, I agree. You're, you're a very intelligent man, very insightful man. You tell you tell when somebody's a traveling man, boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, I'm um, Kane on uh, Facebook. I'm gonna see. I, I'm gonna see another uh, Facebook request. But yeah, I'm I'm Kane. I, um, okay. I usually send like what posts, maybe accounting, bookkeeping stuff like that, trust law stuff. I don't really get into the politics really, because it's not necessarily you know politics. Because when you go into the court yeah. and you make the appearances, you got to stand there, stand on your trust, man. And you got to pretty much state that you're here as a um, as a third party, and and that your trust has beneficial interest in this entity. I just recently had a status meeting with the state courts, and the state courts pretty much denied my my um, my motion because, and I would post it, but yeah, he pretty much stated that I was in the wrong court, meaning that the entity that I was trying to change the status with belongs to the state, and I needed to take it to the federal court and bring the state court into the federal court to declare all of that stuff. Yeah. So that just pretty much shows. Well, that I'm going to suggest that you not argue that you just, hey, it's all about the bond, man. Satisfy the obligation, man. There ain't no money. Trust me. I'm going to do some videos discussing that because I, I'm helping somebody right now with a federal case. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to see if they want to come on and we do a uh, show together. And you can tell so she can explain what she's going through and how that this is a person that didn't know nothing about none of this, who called a federal case, and all of a sudden she, you know, she was like, she got this attorney, you know, they basically trying to get a plea out, you know, all that typical shit that they do. And she decided to go another way. And a whole nother world has opened up to her. You know, but just having that courage to do that. And uh, and she's gonna tell you, she said, and I told her, I told her one thing, I said, now do you understand? why you do not take advice from anyone who hasn't been to court and ain't been through this. It's so much, the yeah. way that they do it, it's like when people ask for proof and all that, it's no way, you know, when you go through it, you'll understand. It's, it's something that you can only understand what you go through. Nobody can really explain it right. to you. So, she, so she's like, yeah, and I'm going to see if she can explain. She's probably can. She's very articulate, but we're going to do that. But anyway, man, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate your call. I'm going to take another call before I get on out of here. I got people waiting. I appreciate it, man. You have a good one. All right. You too, bro. All right. Let me go back to the phone. 973-9681. You're on the line. What's on your mind? Hello? 973 area code. Hello? Yeah, you're on, your mic's open, man. You open? Oh, what's up, you, sir? Hey, what's happening, man? It's what's Rob Hollis, baby, from Jersey. All right, what's happening, man? What's happening? Jersey. Give you a little, give you a little input on, on just me. All right. I go into these courtrooms after doing what I sent you before. They don't even ask you to plea. You know, pleading is begging, right? Okay. They skate all around it. I go right. in. I, I got locked up. Uh, Last year, and I do it on purpose. I don't, I don't carry no ID, right? Okay. So uh, once I go into the, 
to the jail. They get me in and then they realize they screwed up. I don't give them no fingerprints. Right. I don't give them no signatures. I don't take no pictures. And they send me straight to the county. Okay. The county release me. It's over with. Done and over. Now, how Done long they keep you? Over. Because usually what they do. Say that again. Tell them, okay. Like, they've been trained now. Like, you go in and you say, right, I'm not going to give you my fingerprints or a picture. They immediately try to put you, lock you up somewhere. No, no, no. Go ahead. Listen, listen. Listen to what I'm saying to you, sir. All right. I did all I, I did all the paperwork, played all that game. I don't even play the paperwork game no more. A notice to the principal is a notice to the agent. Right. What, what, what happened was I got locked up, and I just held on to that paperwork because I found it in um in um uh what was it two thousand um I found it two thousand what would year was that ten ten or twelve whatever. 10 or 12, okay. but I never used it. I used it one time. I never even filed, filed it back into the county. Once I used it, game over. Let, let, let me read something from Motor Vehicle, right? All right. Okay. This from Motor Vehicle, right? By the authority of the NJ, this New Jersey, SA, Thirty-five, five, thirty, whatever that means. I don't even look up none of that. The Motor Vehicle Commission has scheduled the suspension of your New Jersey driver's privileges because you failed to answer summons in the following court or foreign state. Okay. Okay. The game is over. Checkmate. I talk to them like garbage, <laughs> trash. In there. They no longer. They no longer have anybody in the courtroom. I went into a West Orange court, right? Me and this judge, Judge Starr, I'm going to put you in contempted court. I said, is that civil or criminal? He said, uh, West Orange, New Jersey. Yeah. I said, he said, I'm going to charge you contempted court because I was talking to him grimy, right? I said, is that civil or criminal? He said, criminal. I, I said, good. Show me the medical bill that the state's been injured. Right? Right. He shut right up. He shut right up. And see, we keep arguing public and private. There's neither, there's neither one. The thing wait, is first, this. Oh, wait, but first of all, I don't know. I, I think you got me mixed up. No, no, no just ever. let me finish. Just let me finish. Let me finish. All right, go I, ahead. I ain't, everything you're doing is right. I'm not. Banging oh, okay. on you no type of way. Okay. All right, go ahead. The reason why is every there's no public no more because everything has been what? Sold out. The streets, the bridges, the tolls. Everything has been sold out to a private rich white person. Everything has been sold out. I agree. Everything's in the pawn shop. And, and I'm a I'm a <laughs> listen. If a man create a system, the system cannot be greater than man. I don't play by their rules, their regulations. I don't give a shit about them. I don't care about them. Any judge, like I said before, want it, can get it. Any prosecutor, want it, can get it. 
Now, what you're saying is is something that I've mulled over a lot. I said the same thing. Everything they they operate off what's called public policy, and um, what public policy is is essentially maintain the public appearance at all costs. Maintain appearances at all costs. Maintain appearances at any cost. That's what it basically breaks down to. They'll do any and everything to maintain the appearance that ain't nothing changed or, or everything is okay. Now you know that's that it. everything is private because everything is operating through contracts. And contract law is private law. It's private yeah, law, you know what I'm it. saying? So it's like everything yeah. they need us to sign contracts on everything. You contract in your right way. That's what it is. Yeah. And that's what a judge said that everybody in jail is there voluntarily. That's why he said that. He yeah. said everybody there voluntarily. And you that's said, what it is. You have the contract. Let, Go ahead. Listen to this. Now I'm being there's some real shit. I was going to court from 2009 to 2015. The police created everything. Me and the police brained out. They had new rotator cuffs, injuries, all type of garbage. Right? All right. So what I did in the courtroom was I hit them with that paperwork. Notice to the principals, notice to the agent, right? But I didn't give it to them. What I did was, what I did was, um, just sat it there so my public defender would see it, right? All right. So I was looking at about 28 years, but I beat the case, unanimous decision, all 12 jurors, because I wanted to prove I had no fear, you fucking animals. So I went all the way, right? Right. Unanimous decision, all 12 jurors, not guilty. Police injuries and everything. But they sent me to get an evaluation because they offered me just take, once, they, once my lawyer gave them that information, which, you know, they tell everything, right? He, get, he, right. he seen that piece of paper. He gave them that information, right? They gave me evaluation. They gave me a plea bargain. We'll throw everything away. Just, um, what was the first plea bargain? First plea bargain was, we throw everything away. Uh, one year probation. So they, they sent me to get an evaluation, pass that. Knew I was going to pass it. So the second one was, we just want to give you jaywalking, say you're crossing across the street. That's it. Everything else go away. And I denied it. Went to trial and won. Well, they Ever did that because they, they didn't want any liability. Sometimes you might just want to take that. And I'll explain why. I understand everything that you're saying, but yeah. you, got, you got to understand this. Okay, they in bankruptcy. They can't really make no claims against anyone. It's an admiralty yeah. equity. It's a colorable admiralty equity situation under some sort of territorial court that you're going in. It ain't a judicial, judicial court you're going into. And That's cool. they are trying to keep up appearances. That's all. Yeah. They're trying to keep the appearance. Yeah. yeah. You know, try to keep things from descending into anarchy. So if they all, that's why I was telling people that why you won't find any evidence of this, because like what they just did for you, I right, said, look, we're going to, yeah, let me get this, I'm going to reduce it to a misdemeanor. We're going to make it jaywalking. Yeah. You accept Jay that. Walk. That's so, they need a guilty plea because the guilty plea kills all known and unknown um, defenses. If you don't take no that's plea, true. you just get off. If they arrested you, 
they liable for every hour they kept you in jail. You file a claim against them. They become liable. That's true. That's right? true. So, so when you look at OCGA here in Georgia, we got OCGA 171104. I'll read it to you. I'll read it to you. All right? And it, it just go goes into that. It's OCGA. And that's why when you go sometimes what I'm teaching people is this, because you're going in and you're being kind of like, you're being kind of like, you know, you're cussing them out, all this shit. You yeah. don't want to do nothing. All right. You just want to basically be a gentleman. All right. You're there conducting business. All this shit is business. All right. And in a way, you are trying. The only time I get nasty with them is when I come in, I say, look, I'm not trying to make a public spectacle in here. Okay. Y'all don't want me. Then they're going to try me anyway. And then that's when you got to embarrass them. All right. You got to embarrass They're going to try you anyway. They're not going to let you walk. They're going to try you. So the first thing I do is I take the yeah, I take the bond. Yeah, yeah. I take the, they never gonna they're gonna even if you think you won the first time, they're gonna send you a court date again, you're gonna go back. Or yeah, you're gonna, gonna keep rejecting it. Keep rejecting yeah. it. So what I do is I take the birth certificate, settle the debt. What is it? UCC six oh three UCC right on my mind. UCC six oh three. You cannot deny a payment. If you deny yeah. a payment, everything goes away. Hit them with their own. Listen, they work. They working off the birth certificate. Use it against them. Yeah, but you got also. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got um, what is called uh, accord and satisfaction by use of an instrument. You should read that because they try to recontract with you. It's UCC three three eleven. Okay, accord and satisfaction by use of an instrument. And in there, when it talks about, see, let me read it to you. It said, if a person against who a claim okay. is asserted proves that, number one, the person in good faith tendered an instrument to the claimant as full satisfaction of the claim. Two, the amount of the claim was unliquidated or subject to a bona fide dispute. And three, the claimant obtained payment of the instrument. The following subsections apply. All right? And it says, unless subsection C applies, the claim is discharged. If the person against who the claim is asserted proves that the instrument or an accompanying written communication contained a conspicuous statement to the effect that the instrument was tendered as full satisfaction of the claim, and that's why you put a cover letter with it, and you good big font thought that this is what this is for, all right? And C, subject to subsection D, the claim is not discharged. Now, here's when it's not discharged. This is where you got to read UCC 3-311C, okay? It's important yeah. for people to understand because this is what they use. It said, one, the claimant, if an organization proves that within a reasonable time before the tender, the claimant sent a conspicuous statement to the person against whom the claim is asserted that communication concerning disputed debts, including an instrument tendered as full satisfaction of a debt, are to be sent to the designated person, office, or place, and two, the instrument or accompanying communication was not received by that designated person, office, or place. That's why I always ask for either a true bill or if it's a mortgage, you ask for a payoff statement. Because it's going to have all yeah. that information. And then you always send a certified mail with a notary. So that will take care of one and two. And number two, the claimant, whether or not an organization proves it within 90 days, it's always 90 days after payment of the yeah. instrument, the claimant tender repayment of the amount of the instrument to the person. So they get you to come in and recontract with you. And that's why they come in and bring you to take you through the whole thing, uh, thing again. Because if they can convince you, if you do that, then the claim is not satisfied. These are the get. Now I don't yeah. know who made these crazy ass rules up, but people, when you yeah. read these fucking rules, it will make a lot of shit clear of why they do and act the way they do, and some of them keep sending you notices 
uh, and uh, act like nothing happened and all that. When you read the rules to the game, you'll see it. You'll yeah. see why they – just my point. Just wanted to throw that in like that. Because even if you beat them, they'll change the game. They change. They'll still change the game. I put a listen. I put a lean on a clerk. I was I was proponent, and 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 she was uh, um um what I what I put before proponent. I don't feel like looking for that paperwork, but I put a lean on uh, uh Judge Whipple and Clerk Perez in Morris County, New Jersey. Right. The Attorney General wrote me a letter. When he wrote me the letter, because what, what I did was UCCs. I was hitting them with UCCs showing fraud, right, fraud fraud uh, upon the um, court, right? He wrote me a letter back asking me to release them, right? I got the letter. I have to go find it. Asking me to release them, and the, and the bastard sent me a UCC3. I told him to kiss my ass. I wrote a letter back, kiss my ass. <laughs> you don't want to talk like that. So the only wow. thing that they could do is go to uh, uh, um, probate court. That's all they can do. Yeah, but you don't want to talk like that. You always got to remain. No, 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 no. Huh? If you show disrespect, I'm going to show you disrespect like I'm talking to a joke in the street. Well, I warn you, know, you, I warn you when I'm in here, do not challenge me. I don't play legalese. I don't play the word game. If you try me, I'm coming at you. I'll let them know before I do it. But you also because when got I was respect, we stuck, when you got respect their power, man. You can't neglect. Nah, no, no, no. I'm a man, and you a man doing a job. I don't have to respect you. You are at work. I'm right, a person trying to right. avoid your job. Everything you're saying is absolutely true. But what I'm trying to say is, when you do this for a while, you're gonna run into some motherfuckers that don't give a fuck about none of that no, shit. No, no, no. I've been doing it. I've been doing this for a, you said I've been doing this for a long time. Now the game is it's clear. It's done and over. They can't play no more. They send in paperwork like that. When I was I've been stopped paying child support. I don't pay them fuckers, right? But my son is grown. He a police. I don't pay them no more. I I, I said I said probably um twenty twelve. I said I'll never give motherfuckers another dime. I got six kids. Only had to pay for one because she thought she was going to really come off big time. But I still took care of them. You understand what I'm saying? Just not going through right. to them. Right. So, so when they sent when when the police seen that letter, right? The uh, 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 um, to whom it may concern letter. When the police seen that uh, uh, to whom it may concern letter, and they sent that thing through. Um, what did um, child support send me a letter? Damn it, I don't feel like digging for that letter. The, the letter came back on an envelope, private, $300 private for child support. $300 private. Private use. Yeah. That's usually on all the yeah. IRS funds. They charge you three hundred dollars yeah, yeah, yeah. for private use. Yeah, that's on that's on all the IRS uh, envelopes too. No, no, no. That came from child support. It didn't come from IRS. Child support sent that back for private use. Child oh. support sent it back. 
They sent it back for private use. There is no Fuck. money, y'all. That's all That's I'm it. There ain't no money. There is no money. <laughs> there is no money. And, and when people, people understand and they, that's the belt. And once they learn that, they good. I was just listening to Lindsey Williams, and he was saying that's what elites were telling him. He said, he said our money, he said, it's only one money, uh, uh, Lindsey, is gold and silver. He said, that's he it. said we see the Federal Reserve buying back their paper, it's over. He said, the dollar's dead. The dollar's dead. So, it's, it's only one currency you can buy that'll withstand everything. And he said gold and silver. He said gold and silver. But, and then, you know, they what, had us giving away our what, gold. They had all these rebuy gold places and people was running to them, giving them the gold for Federal Reserve notes. It was yeah. just ridiculous. It was a day. Yeah. put them all in our neighborhood. It was crazy. Now gold went up like 500%. And everything, you know, it's crazy. Fifteen thousand dollars a gram. What is it? Ounce? It's crazy. The amount of the price of it is crazy now. You know, but we gave they made sure we gave it all away. And I spoke to one of those people at one of those we buy gold places and they said, Hey, they want to do it, you know, it's not our fault. I said, Y'all know what y'all doing right in our neighborhood. Say, Hey, not our fault. They don't know they don't want to know it's it's on them. I couldn't say anything to it. But hey, man, look, I'm going to have to get off, man. I got to keep it moving. I appreciate it. I right? appreciate the all call. All right, Seth. Enjoy, baby. All right, all right. Enjoy. Hey, y'all, that's it for me. That's it for me today. Shit, I've been on, man, almost three damn hours, man, two and a half hours, two hours, 34 minutes. I mean, that was a good live stream. I always try to give y'all as much as I can and everything. But look, I'm going to do it again. We're going to do this again. We're going to do it again. And dropped everything. <laughs> We're gonna do this again, y'all. All right. And with that, make sure y'all subscribe. Okay, you gotta hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. The like button is what you know. It's not for me. You doing the like button? It's like that's why y'all not getting no notifications. Y'all ain't liking the videos. You're not hitting the notification bell. You know they got a new algorithm with YouTube right now. So just because you subscribe don't mean you're going to get a notification about anything, okay? So you got it. If you want a notification of what's going on, you're going to have to subscribe. Hit subscribe, okay? Anyway, y'all, I'm out. Peace to the gods and goddesses. We're going to do this again very soon. And I got to see how to, how to turn this thing off. All right, peace, y'all. And I am out on blog talk. Peace to the gods. I'm out. We're doing this thing all the way live. High frequency radio.